All right. Hope we sound good. Oh gosh. It's Hope we much. sound much better now. Yeah. We've got the power. Yeah, if we want to rag on audio, I'm not gonna name names, but my god, the audio levels on this video are terrible. Are they all peaking and stuff? It's like, like, like donut the, donut media. Yeah, exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, the the probe uh up to speed. Oh my gosh, it's like he starts off, and of course, like Chris Pumphy does it, the whole yelling thing. Like, I get it. It's yeah. like the, the millennial appeal. But uh Starts off yelling, and then like a minute forty-five in, he's talking, and then just shoves the mic into his mouth, and it's yeah. Like, so it gets bro, this sort of thing. <laughs> I going already on. adjusted because they play like a burnout clip in the beginning, and I already adjusted lowered to that, and then he starts talking normally, and I adjust it back up, and then he does the eating the mic thing. I'm like, all right, back down, and it's, yeah, eating the mic, eating Whoa. the mic. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! This is nice. Does it sound good? Yeah, it the, sounds good. Those mics are way more sensitive than this, which is weird because this is boosted. Yeah. Should I move this away a little bit? Probably be good here. No, you're fine. Yeah. Oh. Well, that one doesn't have... I, there's more coming on yeah. uh, Amazon. Oh. Um, that, that's like the cheapo... Well, I'm not going to call it cheapo because we got these things for free, but a fan gave us like the Audio-Technica podcast mics, the side input ones. Okay, yeah. It's so weird. They, they, they hear through where this is where they hear. Oh, they don't hear okay. Hear right. See, that's it's, where you speak into. So, yeah. So it's like directional. Uh, yeah. It's meant to be straight up and down. Mm -hmm. um, whereas what I'm speaking into now is a video mic. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of thing you'd see on a camera. Yeah. So I think actually the, the, the board's doing a good, sort of good job at mixing it, although those here are more for vocal stuff. This is like a general purpose mic. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I have more mic muffs on the way. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, for that then one. then we can just shout yeah. and breathe. Yeah, the plosives on those are, are pretty, come through mm -hmm. very well. Yeah. I have a pop filter floating around upstairs if you want it. Oh, I think, as, unless they say it's terrible, I think we'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> People's choice. All righty. People's plosive choice. The it's Jocko hard. Willink podcast, they were using these for a while. Yeah. And Jocko was just eating the mic oh. like, like that. And which is fine if, if you have the right, you know, you know, the stuff in front mm -hmm. of you. When you eat the mic on those particular ones, yeah. Um, there's very little uh, pop filtering That's, in them. Yeah, because they started designing mics for people that aren't familiar with mic etiquette. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem. That's yeah. the solution that becomes a problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, the whole making things easier, thus making them complicated. Yeah. Uh, the Zoom. Oh, yeah. Are we still recording on that? <laughs> yeah. I'll just delete that one. And then we'll hold for sound on this new file. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Hold for sound now. Welcome to RCR Podcast number 76. I'm Nick. I'm Brian. I'm Ben. I'm and eating a burrito. Sorry. <clears throat> um, but also, this is a very important podcast because we have the subject of one of the most frequently asked questions on the RCR Podcast, which is, whatever happened to the RCR intern? <laughs> and so this has been right, our former intern who did the sign on a TC mm -hmm. uh, review. That was very well received. Thank you. And yes, um, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I still have a job. And right now, I think that's 
a big thing. And that's yeah. really what I'm number one thankful for yeah. in, in these times. So that's, that's really good. Yeah. So you are working at a production house or, or a radio station? Uh, production company. Yeah. Okay. So we do television. We're in Malvern. We do television, radio commercials, specializing in like automotive. Um, so like car dealerships nice. and furniture store, you know, the kind of things you do mm -hmm. in 30 seconds, essentially. Right. Um, I don't know if they would like me to say the name or not. So I'm just going to not. But if you know Production House in Malvern, we're probably it. <laughs> Actually, there's a few of them. I, I did meet a friend of mine had a hinge date who also worked for one. And I was like, what? Yeah, but it was they specialized in, I think, like explainer stuff, which we also do. But but I'm an account coordinator, so I'm more of like a producer role, talking to voice talent, getting pieces together for the editors and all that stuff. Mm, real burp. Exquisite. Yeah. Um. So Ben will be answering. We'll probably talk about motorcycle questions. He has a car question. And in fact, okay, um, you are currently driving a five-speed Yaris. Right. I have a right. 2008 Toyota Yaris S, which Kyle, who has all the other Toyotas yeah. that you've reviewed, um, informed me it's a rare car. So I didn't <laughs> know that. But uh, I, I am looking to replace it with another Yaris, unless there's someone that says, no, you should do this. But mm -hmm. right now I have a Megan Racing. Uh, muffler and yeah. lowering spring so i'd like to just be able to take the whole assembly out of there yeah. put a new starter in like three months ago new brakes like six mm -hmm. months ago so i'd like to just take all my nice parts from my hundred ninety thousand mile yaris and put them on a lower mile yaris so that's my plan but it is a good plan <laughs> it, is, it is a nice idea finding <laughs> another one mm -hmm. here's my dumb idea okay because you are selling your 626 that we also reviewed yes that is your sort of parent parental car mm -hmm. drive around highway cruiser oh yeah oh yeah so big um, sidewalls oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had these like ankies these 16 inch ankies on yeah. my car and i drove it once to harrisburg and realized yeah. i was because they're seven inches wide and they had mm. summer tires uh, i got 30 miles per gallon on the way to harrisburg normally i'm getting like 40 with the stock oh. wheels i got right now they're like five and a half inch wide alloys that come on the s uh, okay. 15 inches so i destroyed my gas mileage and i was like you know what forget it i'm going back to my regular wheels and yeah. i'll save the ankies for another one but yeah, my highway cruiser is my 626 once I get the valve covers replaced. Here's the suggestion of combining both of these things into one car. Oh. A car that's fun to drive around, has a buzzy engine. Mm, okay. Manual transmission, six speeds, hmm. but it's also a comfortable highway cruiser. And it's a car that I didn't know exist. People in the podcast heard me talk about this before. Um, and I'm wondering if I have it in my head. Okay. Is it a newer car? No. Okay. Never mind. 2000. This is nostalgia. Okay. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it is. And you're going to think, because I didn't even know this car came with a six speed. Mm -hmm. I know what you're going to say. Sir, so go on. What do you think it is? The No, never mind. Matrix XRS? What? Matrix XRS? No, oh, but right okay. manufacturer. Okay. It's the Toyota Camry LE. Okay. Um, Per uh, uh, PTA meeting, <laughs> yeah, managing a grocery store. Um, is that a four cylinder or six? The LE uh, available that, at both. Okay, there was a six cylinder option. Yeah, most of the manual transmissions came with, I believe, I forget which version of the like the E series double cam four valve black, like whatever version of blacktop. Oh, right, engine has. Yeah. It may have been the base engine that's in that was in the equivalent Celicos. Okay. So it will be working a little bit harder because this is a mid-size car. Right. But on the other hand, 
you have six speeds to work with. Yeah. And you have an engine that is sort of woken up a little bit through that transmission. Mm, okay. They're available in many flavors of beige. So they're very, very stealthy. Okay. And I see a few of them both on Facebook Marketplace and on Craigslist. Your prices are hovering around from four grand to six grand. Okay. Uh, both in dealership and in private sales. I don't know if something like this could be a flip because most people who want the small uh, manual transmission mm -hmm. want the uh, Corolla right. as a small thing. Right. But I believe the Corollas are five speeds. I would believe that would be sixes. unless you had like that rare. What is it? The Corolla XRS or something like that. Yeah. There was like the one that was actually good. I hope you like 93 octane, right? Oh, that's what you're yeah. In. And yeah, yeah, that's oof. so I mean, that's what my Mazda takes. But so what, mm. what year? Because I'm trying to get an idea of like the o look. Uh, o2 to um, okay. so. uh, O2 to I think O9. Oh, OK. And yeah, yeah. Was... Very. OK. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. I didn't know. That. Yeah, I didn't Bobby, know it came with six speed. I like the earlier ones, the uh, the earlier ones, because they had mm -hmm. They had the older style dash with a double din head unit where uh, you could just yeah. throw that thing in the trash, put in and put some yep. from Crutchfield in. My mom has a 99 Solara. Yeah. And so that's the double din. It's got like a period correct touchscreen pioneer head unit. It's terrible. <laughs> DVD player, like the thing like folds. It's awful. Yeah. 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 Oh. But yeah, the later one, Toyota made their own like head unit thing. Uh -huh. I don't know if Crutchfield, they would have to sell a whole nother trim piece Oof. to cover all of that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's now not a DIN standard head. Mm -hmm. It's probably a DIN standard underneath. But you'd have but to the like, face plate yeah. kind of wraps around. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is like I just recently changed the oil on my mom's floor and she's got four cylinders. It's the five SFE. And I was just looking at that engine. I was like, this is simple. And I was yeah. thinking, I was like, if I need a beater thing, I'll probably get like a Camry sedan with the five SFE, just like whatever. I wonder if that's car. the same engine, the five SFE. That's what, the four what, cylinder. Oh, so okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think a single jingle. So okay. I don't, I mean, at least from the size of looking at it, I didn't do the research, but, um, not to mention, I'm wonder. I don't think they did a wagon of that generation, but my dream beater is like a V6 Camry manual wagon. Like, oh man, I, don't I know would. If they came in manual. I, there's like, like you know what I'm weird, talking about. They yeah. have the, the the Camry wagon has the double rear. Yeah, wipers. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an absolute ham beast of a car, oh, yeah. and it's so like like the butt is just tacked on, and I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I see them from time to time. I think there may have been one on Bring a Trailer or something like that, or maybe just Jalopnik ran a story on a right. on a private sale right. somewhere. Yeah, occasionally I'll find like clean Corolla wagon, like '98 Corolla wagons, and that's like five speeds out of Philly. And I'm like, why is this? Yeah. So and it's got that like blue teal color. I saw yeah. one that ooh, they wanted too much, of course, but yeah. And then you got to run into the fact that it's a Philly car. Like, was like this yeah. thing was this thing just trash? Did mm -hmm. it get curbs? Did it yeah. live outside? Yeah. Did it get sprayed? Did it get, I mean, no one's keying a camera. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, um, yeah. When, when you were first saying like comfortable on the road, like a highway car and it's fast drive around, I was like, are you going to go key a stinger on me right now? Cause yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have decent credit. I could finance one. <laughs> oh, that's a bad, <laughs> but note. that's yeah, exactly. Not fin finance a car ever. Yeah. Yeah, ever. exactly. I feel like there's a pun in there of like, would you key a stinger? <laughs> Yeah, and then if we're talking more realistically, <laughs> just shutting it down. The I've been looking at 2018 Elantra Sports, 1.6 turbo. Okay. okay, I'm on a Hyundai Kia like 
not now. I really don't like the 2021 models and 20, like the really new designs they went with, but like 2018, 19, I think Hyundai was making some really nice looking cars, mainly the Elantra and the Elantra GT. I really liked the Elantra yeah. GT, especially the Sport, the 1.6 turbo that they put in everything. And to me, mm -hmm. I'm like, they don't give you a 10 year, 100,000 mile warranty if they actually plan on paying for things for 10 years and 100,000 miles. Right. So, it just like it seems like Kia and and Hyundai are just on this like remember in the early thousands when we were garbage <laughs> nah not anymore yeah. like but you know they're they're even like they and the other thing was at that time they were like all their automatics except for I think the bigger SUVs were dual clutch transmission so I was like were that's kind of cool but I wouldn't get an automatic but you know it right. was kind of cool that they did that but now yeah. they're all going CVT like mm -hmm. everyone else yeah. so I mean you have to to meet Cafe Sanders yeah yeah how it is um. Gosh, I'm trying to think like what happened in my life since the last podcast and the last oh, podcast I, was I, two days ago. <laughs> I got, right. it, yesterday I watched um, Framing John DeLorean on Hulu, okay. which was a documentary slash like well i guess it's like a docudrama right um with alec baldwin mm -hmm. as john delorean but it's a documentary where they insert these bizarre reenactments yeah where not only is he playing john delorean but then they talk to alec baldwin out of character as alec baldwin going through the thought processes of becoming john delorean mm -hmm. and the bizarre part about it is that Okay, as he's getting these caterpillar eyebrows applied, <laughs> and you see him watching old tape of John DeLorean and trying to immediately you see his process go to work the way he's trying to like contort his face in such a way and have the voice in a certain way, which I mean I couldn't mimic. It's kind of a very um deep that there aren't really lulls, you know, it's like mm. writing where there's no pause oh yeah it's just well uh in the gap of the year i suppose we could do this sort of thing but it's not really like that mm. it's interesting because they got some pretty decent actors for it like marina backer and uh josh charles you know all these other uh actors who are sort of recognizable uh dean winters but what you end up with is something that tries to be a sort of um traditional motion picture but lost within it is this documentary mm -hmm. that's far more interesting like every time they cut away from whatever it is they're about to say to go back to one of the actors in the reenactment talking about how they're getting into character for this theme mm. scene and what they think this person was going through it kind of hurts the film the continuity like yeah because yeah. half of it is talking heads talking about how great this story is and i'm like if the huh. story's so great then just tell yeah me. yeah you know and it got on my nerves to a, to a degree. And what's strange about John DeLorean's story is that ultimately, um, you know, the, he, he was acquitted from the whole uh, drug uh, case because there was like the case for entrapment there. But mm. also, um, he came into legal trouble later from the embezzlement. And the weird part about it is that they make the argument that if he had just hung on for like two more years when Back to the Future hit, yeah, then yeah. he would have been huge. But my idea or my thought has always been that if uh, DeLorean Motor Company holds, holds on, that ultimately um, they go with a different car. Like, mm -hmm. I think part of why they go with the DeLorean for Back to the Future is because it's a car that's no longer being made. Yeah. Mm. Um, because originally the idea was that they were going to use a refrigerator. And then yeah. they're like, well, why don't we turn it into a car? Hmm. And then what ends up happening is that you have these two opposing um, voices in the documentary 
to the effect of um, the daughter who sort of not necessarily deifies her father, but definitely takes a very um, more positive stance towards mm-hmm. him. And the son, who's like a very no bullshit kind of intense sort of guy yeah um especially in the documentary like Mm. they show him living in a very squalid apartment and it's but that's like all by his choice because he's kind of it's not that he doesn't want to associate with where he came from it's just that that holds no real value to him in the sense that um he talks about understanding that intellectually um his father you know, did this thing, Mm -hmm. but also saying, well, but how could he be so stupid? Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't believe my dad was stupid. Mm -hmm. And so he's just talking about these conflicting feelings he has about his dad. And honestly, the whole documentary was just that, like the son talking about his dad. It would have been far better because it didn't need all this like Alec Baldwin Mm -hmm. stuff. And he does do a very good job. And he even goes on this conversation about how John DeLorean called him in like the late 80s talking about how, well, I hear there's this movie being made about me Uh and I hope you get to play me. Uh, I would be very flattered. Now, this was during the time because people have been trying to make a John DeLorean Uh movie for like Lord only knows how long. And they made one with Lee Pace, I think like two years ago or so. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just a very strange documentary. Um, it's the pacing is just weird. Yeah. And I just wish that they had just told the story mm-hmm. instead of spending the first 20 minutes telling us how great the story is and talking, <laughs> and talking to Alec Baldwin about like what he thinks about John DeLorean and how he's getting into the character of playing the role of john delorean and then they show the reenactments but then they also show like behind the scenes of the, they have somebody filming them filming uh, the reenactments like, as a reenactment what? for scenes that we end up, reenactments that we never end up seeing we heard this new word it's called meta yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very it's i mean all respect to the filmmakers they got it mm-hmm. but it's something that i just don't understand why they would do it that way yeah um but again, that's just my sensibilities like for an RCR story. And I'm not saying I would have done it better or anything <laughs> along those lines, but I did do a John DeLorean mm-hmm. RCR story. And my whole thing was like, let's just get on with it. Yeah. Because I just want to get it's a fascinating story. And if the story is interesting enough, it should be able to stand on its own. Because mm-hmm. this is a guy who uh wanted to be president of GM and mm. then realized that they were going to make him wait like an extra 10 years until he was like 65 to get yeah, it. Yeah. And he's like bouncing, just saying like, I'm going to start my own motor company and you know, <laughs> I'm going to be the new Walter Chrysler. And Hey, Bill Collins, how about you come join me? Mm-hmm. We'll do this whole thing together. It's like, I don't know. It's just a madman type of idea. You mm-hmm. know, he gets the plastic surgery to have a more prominent jaw. Huh. And, oh, did he? Yeah. And he's out here, you know, banging models and you know putting it down on these mean streets leaving like his first wife and just going on a series of sort of entanglements like he was a celebrity in his own right but long before like the car actually Mm -hmm. became what it was but also like you could write a whole book about the series of mistakes he made whether it was basing his the whole company out of ireland where there was Mm -hmm. no infrastructure for a car company (laughs) right you know and this whole idea of like we're going to do it all in two years and that's crazy and so people were getting things that weren't necessarily what they wanted it to be. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a good documentary if you want the John DeLorean story in a sort mm-hmm. of quick and dirty way. It's like an uh-huh. hour and 40 minutes. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know. 
It's nice. Hmm. So that's what, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's, that's, that's literally that's what I've thing. done in the last two yeah. days. <laughs> like other than writing, it's just what I did. Yeah. Last. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I bought a new bottle of sealant to go, <laughs> uh, sealant. What am I talking about? 3M spray adhesive. Oh yeah. Because some of the soundproofing panels for the studio upstairs, um, <laughs> Uh, the recording booth thing. Yeah. Uh, have been falling down in this in the heat weather. Yeah. And yet I'm still too cheap to put any air conditioners on this floor of the house. So yeah. <laughs> I have three air conditioners upstairs for each bedroom. And uh, it's really almost a two and a half bedroom because mm. there's, there's, there's an extra room in this house where it's a bedroom <laughs> that can only be accessed through the main bathroom upstairs. Yeah, you'd have to weird. see it to understand. It's literally that you walk into the bathroom upstairs, you turn to the right, and there's another door, and it opens up into its own standalone room with a closet. Yeah. So I slept there the very first night that I moved into this house, and it was odd. Mm -hmm. And then I put my bed into the room it is in now. Yeah. Um, I, I remember looking at an apartment when I was going to Kutztown and it was, I think in, I don't remember what town because boy, it's been a while since I've been in Kutztown. Um, Lions. Yes. Fleetwood? Yes. Lions. Um, but it was, it could be worse. You could have the bed, one of the bedrooms you have to walk through to get to the bathroom. And that was what this situation oh, was. What? And it was like, there was like one legitimately private bedroom. And at the time I was like, I get it. I have a girlfriend. <laughs> and nice. I was like, no, that doesn't count. So we ended up just not going there. And then we lived in that place. In the middle of the woods on 662. Nice. And everyone was like, you you live here? Like, are you sure you're not a serial killer? Like, it's just like, it's like I yeah, never saw this house. Yeah, it's it's like if like if you go to the sheets and then just go down 662 on the way to Chewy, then yeah. you uh, so in the middle of the woods. 61. You're taking the yeah. right turn now mm -hmm. where the traffic circle. Yeah, you go right there. past like the country club there. And it's yeah. just like you just stop. And there it is on the side of the road. Nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was really secluded. Yeah. Hot. And, but and that's a like a really short commute. Right. Yeah. Into school. Yeah. I remember. I lived in the apartments. I think they were called the Mayfair apartments. I don't know what they're called now. Mm, that um, sounds familiar. Do you but know like, Rite Aid is? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, what is it called? It's like Devonshire now, I think. Devonshire, yeah. that was the name. My friend I who actually, there. I drove by his house. He he and his wife rented a house in Hamburg, but they used to live there when we were in college. Yeah. Yep. Lived in the Devonshire. Yeah. They were all right, little apartments, super thin walls. You could hear your neighbors. Mm-hmm. They did have central air, and again, super cheap. I never turned that central air on. Wow. Even in the summertime, I just dealt with open windows, and I just kind of sweated in bed because mm. I didn't want to pay yeah. for the electricity because it was all electric heat in that place. Right. Um, oh, it's a shame that there wasn't any places to put cars. They had an all right parking lot for yeah. that sort of place. The weird thing was, like, occasionally you would have families. Yeah, well, there was a lot there. of old people that lived there that no when he lived there. The yeah, exactly. Because it is what it is. Yeah. It's just one person. You never hear him. You never mm -hmm, see him. Mm -hmm. But it was weird when you have like a family. There, there were some two. Most of them were one bedroom yeah. apartments. There were some that were two bedrooms. And the ones that were two bedrooms sometimes had families in them. And you yeah. could hear them through like two apartments away. Yeah. The, the, the guys who repaired stuff were pretty on point. Yeah, I do remember that. With that. One thing I do remember is one of their neighbors had a 300ZX twin turbo. Yeah. And then by the time my friends had moved out, he had traded that and got uh, like a, a whatever the early 2000s um, 911 Carrera 4S. Yeah. Same color, both red. Devin Shark, one yeah. of these <laughs> leasing it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, who knows.
the Devonshires. I think my rent was something like 800 a month. I believe and then, it. And then the uh, two bedrooms were somewhere in the G range. Um, but it, it was pretty nice that like, I guess trash was included in that place. You just walked out to the dumpsters. Yeah. My friend shot a music video in one of those dumpsters. Did he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It woke up. It was like some Irish drinking song. And they kept waking up and going to sleep in the dumpster and like yeah. different things would happen. Yeah. Is it on YouTube fun. somewhere? Probably. Yeah. I only remember seeing it in class though, but it's probably on I YouTube remember somewhere. one day after filming in Kutztown, I walked over to the Devonshires and like walked into the like the foyer. You know, you'd walk yeah. in and then there's yeah. like the four doors into the individual mm -hmm. units. And I just went in there and I breathed. <laughs> I remember yep. this. Yeah. I remember my friends, yeah, smelled like old people because all of his neighbors in those, he was on the top right and every, all of his neighbors were elderly. Mm. <laughs> I had a downstairs neighbor. I never met any of my neighbors. Mm. I had a downstairs neighbor and she was, I guess would sometimes babysit her grandson or, or yeah. brother. Yeah. The grandson, I mean, it was like almost like, it was sort of like, what's the difference between toddler and kid? Where Infant? it's like, oh, oh, no, oh toddler and kid. Oh, We're talking like, like, is a toddler in elementary school? No. No, toddler's like kindergarten. Pre, well, yeah, the, through kinder, care, through pre-K. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's sort of around. That. <laughs> I mean, What are kids? I don't even. Yeah, it is. I don't work at GameStop anymore. I don't have to interact with those. <laughs> <laughs> those. Yeah. Uh, don't miss so, those days. I would hear from this apartment, I would hear head down, head down, head down. And then I hear nothing for a while. And then I'd hear head down. So one time I'm like, I made an excuse to like go outside, like I'm taking out trash or something like that. And I look back and it was this, like the grandma trying to make the kid fall asleep by hugging the kid to her chest. And like head down, put your head down. And I never like the weirdest thing. She was like forcing the kids down. I, like I super strange. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was one of my memories for that place. Yeah. I, I never had a single overnight visitor. <laughs> I lived there. That was my senior year. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I was there. Oh, Before yeah. I was just in the dorms, undergrad. Yeah, yeah. my. That was my senior year that I lived in the middle of the woods. But since I had a girlfriend at the time and she lived on campus, she wouldn't like going to the middle of the woods where there was no AC. And it was like, no, mm. we're going to stay on campus and sleep in the bed that's clearly not meant for two people. Eh. <laughs> Wait, did she live uh, in like Golden Bear? Golden Bear. Yep. Golden Bear. Yep. Golden Bear, Golden Bear South or West? Uh, South. The, big one. the ones that were like enclosed yeah yeah where like you would go inside the building and then go up yeah yeah i remember i had friends i miss them dearly who lived in west mm -hmm. and, it, and it, it was like freaking a frat house yeah yeah because there was no My way friend that lived in devonshire lived in golden bear west before that golden <laughs> west was a shit. You, there was no way to check it yeah it's just you open the door and then you're in there's like oh you got an ra but what are they gonna do i had a friend who was an ra there and even she was like running a frat house out of her yeah because <laughs> she was the only one that lived there and it was like four rooms yeah it's yeah. just like you could just there was no way to no way to check people bringing beer in yep there was no way to check i mean yeah weed smells so you really couldn't do that yeah uh people did anyway but i can't remember if those windows were big enough that you could jump out and like run away if there was a problem. 
Ah, oh, gosh. I, I just remember. Places. I don't remember those windows. I remember the ones from when I was going to Pitt that were in, don't remember the name of the dorm because that was only my freshman year that I went there. But yeah, they were all like gated. Like, like so that people couldn't get in from the street yeah, and everything. Yeah, and there was like yeah. Yeah, grates over them and everything. Mm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, let's we... get to Super Chats. Yeah. yeah let's um, get to the chats that were in the previous video. Right. Yeah, you've... I have those up here. Um, we started with anime titties because that was, of course, one. Yeah. Uh, the Big next one I have is which rental car is best rental car? Right. Yes, from Zach Hillman. Uh, I had mentioned my last dollars. rental car, which was a 2019 Versa or Sentra. I don't know, but it was right. terrible. CVT, awful. Uh, best rental car is one that you pay the damage waiver on. <laughs> True. If, a, if that damage waiver is, is like $30, which is way too much, yeah. pay it anyway. Yeah. Because they're going to find a way to cash in on that. Mm -hmm. And also, it's... It, it, it's um, it's like the automotive equivalent of raw dogging. You don't give a shit anymore. Like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. That was big league. Yeah. If you're already, you know, yeah. or like she says she's on the pill or, or something like that. Or, um, or my parents are a way equivalent of like driving. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I well, remember when we did the Pacific Fister and we got to uh, Portland airport and the guy was like, I see a scratch here. I see a scratch here. And he looked at the thing as, Oh, you paid the damage waiver. Oh, see ya. Whatever. Yeah. 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 We got, when my mom was moving me out of my freshman dorm at Pitt, it was like, she got like a Chrysler town and country rental car yeah. and someone went in the out of the parking lot and tried to like pull a weird three pointer and like hit the rental car. And she's like, yo, you hit me. And then we're getting his information. He gives us a phone number. I call it not his phone number <laughs> and i'm like give us your actual phone like a whole thing because she didn't pay the waiver and then she was like whatever didn't mention anything about it never heard about it oh, cool. so hey there you go <laughs> uh best rental car i am going to say um this will probably go back to like living in a frat house because uh, <laughs> i did at penn state although i wasn't a part of the frat but i'm gonna take these um, chips off the table because i keep eating them and they're cheese chips yeah, and they're delicious and also super filling. Says mm -hmm. the guy who's about to get another beer. Does anybody want a beer? I'm, I'm okay, thank I'm you. Good. Um, I'm the only one drinking. I'm not having a <laughs> second one. You guys are. Well, but well, I'm just, to the gym tomorrow and counteract all this. Yeah, right. I mean, you'll still be. You can have like two more beers. Still be in better shape than me. Mm. <laughs> it's uh. That's what I've been like the last three weeks. I was telling him before you got here. Like I've just been like eliminating most things from my like yeah. i've been back on the the fitness thing and so i had a beer for the first time in three weeks last night it was just 60 minute and i was like oh my god i haven't had any alcohol <laughs> whatsoever since march and as yeah. the, as Can the time sparkling water? that would be nice as the time <laughs> goes on i realize i don't miss it yeah yeah exactly like i don't miss it at all yeah it's one of those things where like okay maybe i wrote a little better but also i you know <laughs> It's, it's like, just it's not worth the headache for me. Exactly. And that's like the next day thing. Like I had mixed drinks and a beer last night and it was like waking up this morning. I was like a little off. But yeah. when I've stopped, I've also stopped partaking in the marijuana. And uh, that's something that has like, oh, I wake up when my alarm goes off now. I don't snooze yeah, it an yeah, extra yeah. hour and a half. And so that and I don't raid the fridge and all that stuff. I, actually oh. got up <laughs> yeah. I got up two like, whole ass hours before my alarm today. Yeah. My body was on point. But uh, best rental car, uh, this was from a friend from the frat house. It was a uh, Ford Escort. As he said, you could do anything to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, those were some wild days talking about drinking. But ugh. yeah, 
Yeesh. I have to have a ritual with me with like weed now and yeah. that everything has to be laid out. Yeah. I mean, it should be like, that's the way I need to do it. I need to have my it. playlist set up. Uh -huh. I can't, I can't get high and not have music. Cause if I that's get high, if I don't have music, I start thinking too much. Yeah. I think too much. <laughs> Oh, I'm going inside. <laughs> Dude, what you need to do is have an edible and listen to uh, Chamber of Reflection by Mac DeMarco. <laughs> what is it's that? Just, What's that? It's just like the weird, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like. Number nine. Number. <laughs> oh, that would fuck me up. Yeah. Dude, I listen to Yacht Rock when I'm high. It's like yacht. sailing oh my takes God. me away yeah, yeah, to where I, I always <laughs> yeah. dun, dun, get, get some Christopher dun, Cross dun, on there. I have a yeah. or some Bob Welch. <laughs> Sentimental. Yeah. See, what's mine? I've got a Going playlist here. Uh, hold on, where is it? New Year, New Dank. That was my last playlist that I had. <laughs> new Year, New Dank. So like, yeah, you know, Gambino, like lots of like Chance the Rapper and all. Yeah. Uh, Blended oh. babies, yeah, lots of like more. Very <laughs> <laughs> casually dropping. That. Yeah, do you remember Citizen King? Yes, I do. I've seen Better Days. Yeah, like I hit the pen and listened to that one morning, and it's like I've seen better. My eyes were closed. I was walking back and forth. It's like, oh my god, I'm back in high school again. Nineties. <laughs> yeah, I had like an almost psychedelic experience when i discovered that all of the grand theft auto san andreas radio stations are playlists on spotify are they and it was like i hadn't listened to some of the songs from like kdst on there and like like since playing that game and one came on and i think i'd had a couple drinks but i remember sitting there listening to it and i was like for a moment my brain just switched and i was like you're eight years old and you're in west coast customs and nothing matters you're just going to customize this car yeah. and put hydraulics on it yeah. and nothing matters you don't have to worry about real life i was like oh my god but yeah like the the, the music the effect of music on that was like oh so that was yeah. the ultimate nostalgia and introduced me to classic country well i mean my mom like i grew up listening to patsy klein but i mean mm. k rose right got me into like waylon jennings and, <laughs> or, or was it you know, all i know is all my exes live in texas right it's yeah. a great friggin song mm -hmm. yeah and mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys right yeah great song oh man the the, the the grocery store where I would do my shopping, they play country music, I think, on Tuesday and Thursdays. And it's freaking, I mean, it's it's probably, it's not a radio station because I don't hear commercials. Right. And occasionally you just hear the commercial for the, the place that you're shopping in. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like, has the quality of like Cat Country 105.5 mm. or something. It's just, it's just Nashville, ugh, Nash, Nash, Nashville pop. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, it's pop music with a twang. And I'm like, this is not Dude, country music. The Wawa I stopped at on the way here was blasting their music. And I'm, I have a Snapchat on my story of it right now. Yeah. And it was, I'm just standing there and you just hear Fireflies by Owl City blasting. <laughs> Won't you believe your oh That's my one God. of those songs that was everywhere <laughs> and then just vanished like yeah. that rude song by Magic, uh, You and Me by Lifehouse yeah. that just disappeared. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, Man, these songs were inescapable. Right. And mm. they just, the people vanish. Do you remember Afro Man? Because I got high. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I got yeah. high. That thing was like the birds were singing it. It was so everywhere. <laughs> and then nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. Uh, Anthony uh, Manfredi doesn't have a question. Thank you for your donation. Just says, love the history episodes, Roman. Oh, thank you Ooh. so much. I'm. Uh, 
working on the conclusion to the Corvette RCR Stories trilogy. I just needed a hook for the last one because like originally it was all one long video where I do the early history of the car. It's mm. like the entire history of the Corvette. Yeah. So like that Harley Earl and the birth of the Corvette and the year without a Corvette mm-hmm. were like the beginnings of like one really long video. And then I realized by the time the script is done, I'm like, this video is going to be like be three and a half yeah. hours. I'm not doing that all because uh, the file would be like insane. Yeah. And, um, so I split it all up. And so the hook for the first one is just like, all right, it's the early years of the Corvette. We're going through Harley Earl, Zora Arcus Duntoff, Bill Mitchell. Cool. Hook for the second one, 1983, year without a Corvette. And then takes us through to like the C5. And then like towards the end, it's like the history of the C6 and the C7, but there's no hook. And yeah. so I had to go back and figure out what the hook is going to be. Yeah. And so Maybe um, here's how we got a mid-engine Corvette. Yeah, more yeah. or less. It's like the march to mid-engine, more mm. or less. That's a, that's a line. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's but it's literally like a the title. <laughs> yeah. The march to the mid-engine. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. and it's kind of looking back at all the different prototypes and how they almost happened, and then like the almost comical circumstances the comical number of circumstances mm. that cause people to or to say like yeah well i guess a mid-engine corvette ain't really gonna happen you know? yeah it's like and yeah and it happened yeah and then it happened but it happened like i make an argument in there about whether or not like the peak for it has passed mm. in the sense that like was the time to do this in the 80s or mm. was the time to do this like in the middle of the sort of rise of the muscle car era Hmm. or is now really the right time as a means of getting the youth culture back into it right to reach out and sort of repurpose because the c4 was kind of a changing of the guard in the sense that it reorganized what people thought a corvette could be Mm -hmm. and began the push towards the corvette's modern identity yeah Mm -hmm. people think of the grand tour sports car and yeah. now, like the C8, it it's almost like okay, we recognize the identity that the Corvette has now for being like this Middle Asia. I was talking to James, the owner of the C8 Corvette. And he's like, well, you know, a lot of people think it's like this midlife crisis thing, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like I'm not there. I used to you say know, for years, just, you don't see anyone under fifty with a Corvette. No. Yeah, <laughs> and now like he's climbing out of it, and you know, people are just sort of looking at i think it was along the lines of something that you said in the video that mm-hmm. you look as though you're someone of consequence or you're viewed yeah. mm. with consequence and that's a very um trenchant uh Good sort word. of yeah sort of idea because you know it's like you don't know who that person is but you mm-hmm. know there's somebody yeah, like, yeah, if they yeah. could be able to have this car which in the grand scheme of things in comparison to its competitors is far less expensive than yeah. say if I were to get like a Ferrari, a McLaren, a McLaren. like one of those entry level McLarens. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh, well, you know, you're getting it for the best possible price. It's like, well, yeah, but I'm gonna have to take out like a second mortgage. Yeah, and it's after a certain point, you know, um, you need a car that looks like that. That sort of it's strange, like. You, People say it's like, well, millennials, they're at a point in life where they can't really afford a house. Exactly. But they need something they can realistically sort of Aim reach toward, toward yeah. a brass ring that they can grab. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of um, – and this goes back to like the DeLorean story that I saw on Hulu, mm. which was that um, he seemed to recognize – how um, youth culture viewed cars as an extension of how they appeared to the world. 
mm-hmm. and that was his whole idea yeah. behind the GTO of like he would lend it out to um, friends of his and have trouble getting it back. Yeah, mm. and so they're like, "Hey, let's sell these things." But also, it's like that was what he wanted to recreate with the DMC twelve, and couldn't really do it because you know everything went pear shaped. Yeah. yeah, but now with the C eight. You know, this is a good springing off point mm-hmm. for another generation to experience the Corvette on a sort of clean slate level mm-hmm. because yeah. without the baggage of, yeah. you know, this of, was my, the, the thing that, the thing that <laughs> typified or the thing that I immediately identify with like my dad coming home and telling us like me and mom are getting divorced yeah you know, it's like uh, that like, type of thing and yeah. then months later corvette is in the yeah, driveway later, <laughs> corvette like, and the 19 year old girlfriend which yeah. i didn't know when uh john delorean married his the supermodel wife uh that was around the time that the chevy vega came out like mm. 70 somewhere that she was like 19 years oh my old. gosh Whoa. i'm like how do you marry a knight that's like, yeah that's a completely different like mind like your mind how do you get over that like i am going to date someone that is five years out of middle school right like that or well that was like, like that. my dad after my parents got divorced had a 21 year old girlfriend he was easily in his 40s and he was like i waited till she was 21 like it was like <laughs> yeah and it is like there are no laws being broken but there is like a scheme <laughs> there's something we there. got a hustle going on the here. one time there was a like i was seeing like a 23 year old but i was still within the half year age plus seven thing oh, so okay. in my mind it i've never even creepy. known about that formula yeah. yeah apparently like it's not creepy if the person is like do half your age plus seven and whatever the number is right that's the limit of how old they are young whatever they yeah. can be before it's creepy younger than that creepy <laughs> so, so next now. year next year i'll be 40. so bomb, bomb. Sorry. 27. <laughs> yeah be 29 at the end of this month or 39 at the end of this month mm-hmm. so that means 20, ugh, even that's ugh. Yeah. yeah if I was 40 and I dated a 27 year old, you're right. That the line must be drawn here. Yeah. It's a, you know, thinking about that, that's a generous, that is, that is very true. generous. That is true. Half your age plus seven. Yeah. I'm a 40 year old dating a 27 year old. That's like someone who you, you graduate college somewhere around age 24, 25, mm-hmm. maybe even in today's day and age. Five, six, seven, that's like you've been out of school out of college three years maybe you're thinking about grad school but you're not there yet you're like most of your like the good pieces of your furniture in your apartment (laughs) are from ikea yeah Yeah. like the rest of them well actually like my place kind of looks like that name the amount of stuff visible on this camera that i bought the table and these four chairs are the only, well, okay, and the mic stands are the only things that you guys can see that I bought. You weren't like handed down. Handed or, down. Yeah. There's a table over there that I found on the curb. Nice. Yep. There's another table in the other room that I found on the same curb. Yeah. There's a file cabinet that came from my uncle who had a stroke. Um, <laughs> there's a cooler Ooh. that came from God knows where. There's a filing tote thing that i yeah. think also came from strokey uncle and then there's a nightstand that my parents bought me in like 91 yeah that for my old bedroom there's a, my there's the, oh, 
the power, the uninterrupted power supply is sitting on a jewelry drawer mm -hmm. case. Yeah, which in and of itself. Yeah, yeah. it's, 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 it's a, a piece of four little drawers over there that's meant to hold all your jewelry. Yeah. It's a pretty cool thing to have that I used to have near my computer that would just hold like, man, mini DV tapes. It used to hold mini DV huh. tapes. And so yeah, my sitting on there, yeah. My work and from home. This, uh, I think was in my brother's room for a while. Mm. And then he moved out and he didn't want it. Um, I don't know where this came from. It's it's a assemble it yourself computer desk. Yeah. Back when it was a thing to have your monitor like raised above up. your keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it because you're looking do they straight. still do that? Uh, now it's standing desks. I don't even uh, yeah, I want one, by the way. Because right now my work from home setup is because my company's still working from home. But uh we I have a, a hideous wooden green writing desk that is well over two to three times my age. Oh and it's like exactly kind of the thing with like that jewelry box over there where it's just ancient been in the family for so yeah. long. I'm pretty sure like my great grandfather built it or something like yeah. that. And it's just like the paint is like barely there anymore. I think it's yeah, it's pretty yeah. gross, but I managed to fit two monitors and a keyboard on it. Nice. But, Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> my, my thing though is that and this is just me throwing myself under the bus is that like the 23 year old ended up being in a way more mature than I was in the sense right. that she had more like, okay, when you're introverted right, and a late bloomer, there are certain experiences that you don't yeah, have. Exactly. So that even though age wise, I'm mm -hmm. older, it's like experientially. Yeah. You know, it's like she may have a more mature mindset than I do, especially because I don't know. Sometimes I get in my feet, my feelings, mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know how to express it because I haven't had a lot of relationships. Yeah. I've had entanglements, mm -hmm. but not like a lot of, you know, things where uh, I such could. Such a good term. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, Jada, yeah, 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 and, well yeah. it, it really is such a great term. <laughs> um, you know, in any other year, but this one, it'd be word of the year. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's just something mm. where I think it all comes with experience rather than time because people say all right. things come with time, well, that's, but that's not the case. Like the girl I'm talking to right now, she just turned 23. I'm 25. I turned 25 in June. And, uh, you know, like she's just had more life. Like she, the experiences I had when I was like, like my family experiences yeah. that I had when I was in college, she had when she was like 16. So it's like Whoa. all the stuff that I've been through, like she's also been through, but it just happened a lot earlier for her. Yeah. So like she's in my eyes more mature than me. Like <laughs> that thing where they, where they legitimately, they talk slower. Or like you can tell that they're arranging their words and then they come out in a very deliberate way. Not very much, but she's also a nanny. So like it's kind she's of a, a nanny. Yeah. So it's like very deliberate. She's and in 20. She's in her 20s and she's a nanny. Mm -hmm. Well, wasn't a Maria Von Trapp like. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah she, I don't know. It was like, yeah. So, but yeah, very deliberate. Yeah. I mean, I guess that kind of thing, but not because of. What is like, what is a like nanny? What, what is a nanny kids. in 2020? Um, a family that that the the father and mother want to continue their professional lives yeah they need someone to watch the kid i mean especially the younger ones like she's they don't want to send their kids to like a daycare and I it's like, like especially now with yeah. covid and yeah. she's got all the kids at home all the time it's so basically it's like, like an au pair in the european sense of the term you okay. know it's just like hey this is a living well not a living exactly yeah they show up nine like to show five up and they're like their house is essentially mm -hmm. that person's office hey, if you have the if you have the coin to pay somebody and exactly if that's like a full-time job yeah 
why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing is like, I mean, and, and, and the thing is like, she's really good at it. <laughs> and it's like, they mm. talk about like they, the family just went on a vacation and with like their other extended family. And there's the, the main child that she's nannying, like before COVID struck and the kid, the other, cause I think they're like ranging How many kids? from four. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Three to like eight or something like that. And so like the youngest one is mainly who she was taking care of. And the, the, the family was like, Oh my gosh, he's having, he's got like four word sentences. Like he's like, talking and like she's like actually is she like teaching them too these days yes yeah and that's like a big thing is, is a lot of that and like the behavioral stuff and and but but the parents are working from home as well now so like okay. sometimes they're they do have to like step in but like that's like a weird there is COVID a strange thing. component to it though because essentially that child will begin to view that person as a member of the family but their membership in the family is contingent upon a paycheck yeah yeah, yeah. Like that's such a and granted that's always been the real i had a babysitter that you yeah know, i mean it was part bunch. of the family and then like you know well still technically like in a family distant family friend right way, but like a lot of it was contingent upon because mm -hmm. nothing's free but right. also it's like i wasn't this wasn't someone who was teaching me how to read or talk or form sentences. You know what I mean? Right. It was someone who was like a babysitter who walked yeah. for three hours on the weekdays. Mm -hmm. And that was about it. Yeah. After school, so, get home. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and so I don't know. It's just a very interesting sociological thing, which I mean, it's interesting in a way that doesn't record, doesn't, demand in further investigation yeah, yeah. Mm. like it's like that's something i don't have to really worry about or yeah. really think hard about just know that it's a thing and yeah yeah but it, it is interesting yeah yeah shall uh, we super chat miat uh doesn't have a question but they just want to say other youtubers complaining about cancel culture you're a generally good dude with treats all people with compassion i respect uh that Props to being a positive voice in a sea of YouTube reactionaries. Yeah, I, I look at reactionary videos as laziness. Yeah, it's like, like I don't feel like other people said anything. the thoughts, and now I'm going to tell them while they're wrong or right. And it's like, all right, well. all right. Allows <laughs> me making the uh, the uh, jerk off motion. Yeah. yeah. Notice how whenever you do the jerk off motion, it's never like. It's never below average for dick thickness. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like the fucking biggest. meat hoagie fest. Oh, it's never like, and this and this is coming from a gay guy. There are some dicks out there that are like that, and it's just like it's like fucking sucking on a bubble tea straw. It's like yeah, yeah, no, no, it's it's uh, it's it's um unfamiliar like, with the reality of it. <laughs> it's yeah, like the gesture. Well, I mean, the one person who got this right, kind of, <laughs> if you look it up on Google, uh, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. There's a GIF of him like at a, on a Monday Night Raw in 1997. That if you look it up, like Shawn Michaels, like blowjob GIF. It's and I'm not calling it a GIF. That's mm -hmm. GIF is a I'm a GIF person. Interchange format. Yeah, but it, it, yeah, but it's basically. Um, like he does it, but he also incorporates like ball tickling and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. there you go. He's doing yeah. it to make fun of somebody in the audience, yeah. which is like it's 1997, and I it's just I it's such a bizarre, ridiculous. Yeah, you know, it's just like this is you, this is your, and this is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, and it's just yeah, such a weird especially thing. in 97. That was like <laughs> the funny thing. <laughs> oh, delightful. Uh, Miat says I have the same Chrome cart which I think they're referring to that guy over oh, there. Oh, yeah. 
I didn't oh, even yeah. got that. I got that from uh, uh, Greg International's wife. And I mentioned like I was looking for a cart or something like, hey, we have this like bar cart or it's it's a, really a butcher block, but it's on a cart. Actually, butcher blocks are like twice the thickness. It's a general purpose oh. kitchen cart. I forgot to ask. Did you end up uh, going with uh, Greg International and uh, Tony Airlines on the? Uh... Nah, that Greg's Greg's plane that he keeps near here is only a two seater. The mm. uh, Fisher Dakota Hawk Experimental. Yeah, I saw um, Tony's pictures on a uh, well at Tony Airlines on Instagram. Great yeah. follow. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was a very interesting. You have to have him on the cast again. Both of them. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, open invite to Greg International. Oh, yeah. oh always. Okay. Just literally come over here and knock yeah, on the like door. Yeah, like if we're live and you see this going on, and <laughs> and just, just like, haul hey, ass. Yeah. Yeah. Rip the beat over yeah. here. <laughs> Did you get to drive the beat ever? I have not, no. Oh, man, you got to be here next time Tony Airlines is here. Oh, I didn't know he would like drive that all the way here. It's two yeah. hours in that car. That's what I'm saying. That it's sounds... Like your earplugs. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I had a Miata, so... and that was bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> so he's driving that thing for freaking Trenton. So... Not Trenton, Trenton, but, you know, yeah. up above. Uh, Anthony just doesn't have a question. Here's another $5. Keep Man. making the history videos. I mm, love them. Nice. Oh, wait. Did we? Oh, wait. I think we did that one. Did we did, 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 I think that was the last of the, that I saw of the, oh, the previous one. The previous video. Okay. All right. So this one is a reference, I think, to what uh, Ben was saying. Uh, Miat says, you ever watch Donut Series? Mm. Uh, quality con quality content, and I can hear the irony there. Yeah, talking about yeah, the, like their audio, audio quality in that most recent up to speed was. But I do love their money pit mainly because the dude who hosts that is just a beautiful man, and that's yeah. coming from a straight dude. So yeah, and it's yeah. a Miata series where they're just doing like home. Like, is this even a thing that you should put on your car? And then they just do it. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. Is it all the same car? They just keep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And they're just building it up and building it up and building it up. Like they nice. just did chassis bracing and yeah, which is actually kind of cool. Cause my friend Why does who has a Miata. Chassis bracing? Cause it's convertible. Oh, right. 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 <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Like I had a hard top on mine, so that was nice. That helped. Yeah. Helped big time. Could you tell the difference when you took the hard top off? I really just didn't drive it that hard because I was on stock wheels like the 14 inch skinny boys. So okay. I never really drove it that hard. Okay. Like I was like, yeah, I can do 50 on an on ramp, but you know, I wasn't taking it through twisties and where I live, there weren't many great driving roads, but I never noticed. Miat says, do what MCM did with theirs. Which uh, with their Miata, about? which what? Miata uh, uh, or maybe theirs. I don't know. It was a while that we were talking about stuff. Again, I keep thinking about that Toyota Camry with the six speed. Oh, maybe that's doing stuff to that. I don't know what that engine can take, what its limitations are. Yeah. The quick and dirty thing is, you know, the uh, the nitrous spray. Oh, yeah. I knew it and just see what it does. But again, that's like throwing five grand away for YouTube videos. And uh, now that I have this house, eh, <laughs> I'm, I'm more inclined to just put money away for the eventual time when we when we fly again, which is mm. whenever. Um, Ian's <laughs> yeah. Variety Channel. Oh, good to see you again. I saw you two days ago. Uh, moto question, motorcycle question. Oui. What do you guys think of the Royal Enfield's Continental GT650? I And then there's a caveat. I have one, which means say nice things about it. I've <laughs> 400 miles on it already. That's it. That's not much. And yeah. I am loving it. Maybe it's that's weird for PA because any ride that I go on is like 100 miles. Right, yeah. Because I just keep going. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel like I'm going 100 miles. I'm just riding around yeah whenever i like i'll get off when i have to pee or something mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i mean even my bike when i bought it i bought it in carlisle and had to ride it to where i live near philly yeah so like that like, was okay carlisle philly yeah and that I mean, was it's gonna be a bit boring but 
uh-huh. on, on, a, on a 450. Maybe yeah. it's not so boring. And did you take the turnpike or did you I go? did take the turnpike, yeah. How did you go? Did you go through Easy Pass or pay? I paid. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was last September. So, okay. yeah, before everything happened. Yeah. I was annoyed that it's like you still have to pay the same amount as a car. I'm a motorcycle. Yeah. I'm taking up a fraction of yeah. the weight and the space yeah. and the tire touching the road. And I was a little bothered by that, but I wonder how like easy pass. I see some people hold it up. I see some people, if you have a windshield, they put it on mine. Yeah. I, I mine actually my car when I bought it already had the little Velcro. So I just took it out of my one car and yeah. put it in my current one. And it's like tucked away behind my mirror. So I forget I even have it, mm. but I've also driven through other States where that doesn't work. And then I just get something in the mail from the license plate. I still have not gotten anything from driving on the, on the toll road in Toronto. Oh yeah. Got a oh, well that's bill. international. I wonder. Yeah, that's weird. And I remember we went there, we went to Canada over your civic holiday and that's coming up, isn't it? Canadians civic holiday. Still haven't gotten any bills. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> um, so what do I think of the Royal Enfield Continental GT 650? I look at that bike like I now, which look at oh, a, God victory mm-hmm. like a victory motorcycle aren't those like the enormous way. single cylinders the royal enfield royal enfield yeah. yeah i mean maybe they're doing parallel twins i think their himalayan is a parallel mm-hmm. twin yeah uh, i think i'm looking it up right now <laughs> a 650 thumper is completely doable i had my dr650 dual sport mm. of course that sort of makes sense because it's a lot of torque and that's what you want for a dual sport whereas the Royal Enfield Continental is supposed to be kind of, I guess, a touring bike, a mild touring bike. Okay. Now, I'm sure it's a modern bike, and it's going to be nicely counterbalanced. I mean, Suzuki had their Suzuki Savage 650, which was a single cylinder. They made that forever, and people like it. Um, but I look oh, yeah. at that bike, honestly, as a bit of a boutique machine. Right. Okay. It's yeah. a bike for looking good. Mm-hmm. I could have a Bonneville. But I won't. Yeah. I have the Royal Enfield. Yeah. And it's probably, I mean, how much cheaper is it? India. No one, you know. Yeah. I'm like, God. I'm Brent. The the stretch is that Royal Enfield existed for a long time in India. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, And they just recently started doing stuff. But yeah, like, I I mean, how much cheaper is that than a Bonnie? I don't know. Probably insanely cheaper, I would imagine. Is it? I I mean, Royal Enfields are. Kind of that's their thing right now. Really? I think it's just that they are so cheap. Um, it's all like book a test drive and stuff on this website. But yeah. uh, are yeah. you seeing any prices right now? I'm looking right now. Okay. But because that's well, the thing is like my I mean, my dad, the reason I am into motorcycles at all is my dad has a 71 Bonneville. Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking for prices. Oh, wait, here we go. Uh, yeah, 6,250. New. New. New for yeah, a six fifty for a six fifty continental. Oh, so you're looking at okay, like twice that price now. for a Bonnie. I yeah. mean, the, the modern classics that Triumphs is doing right now are oh, beautiful, oh. and I'm sure they're great. But yeah, not not first bike uh, friendly. Like that's like my price range. I'm shopping right now because I'll probably be selling my bike. Um, but I'm shopping around the five and below mark. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm I forget what I paid for that. I think did I pay five or did I pay four even? That. Yeah. Well, that's that like I sent you the link to that one, the 500. Yeah. And sold like right away. Yeah. Like I couldn't GS even get 500. to Can't yeah. find GS. I kind of wish I saved that bike now. Yeah. My 93 GS oh, 500. Wow. What colors were it? Red, white, and pink. Ooh, wee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's some radwood tastefulness right red, there. Red tank inside. 
red tank and side uh, side fairing, mm -hmm. sort of. Black engine, white wheels. Were they like tri-spoke wheels too? Tri <laughs> white tri-spokes. Tri <laughs> yes. And then pink graphics. Oh my pink goodness. Pink trapper keeper. Graphics on it. 90s cup, you know, the whole. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I cup. did to it, whoever got that bike got a freaking bargain on it. Yeah. I hope that bike is out there somewhere. I know someone's going to get a bargain. Well, unless I get the price I want, but someone's probably going to get a bargain on my bike because I put a lot of work in it. I wish thing. I had that bike so I could just sell it to you for like a grand and just <laughs> have it, love it. Yeah. Um, I had a Spitfire windshield on it. And that I, was the thing. The 500, the CB500X I rode, that was the first bike I'd ever ridden with a windshield. Yeah. Game changer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> the wind doesn't hit your chest anymore. Yeah. Or my face. Like, yeah. it was like tall windshield, too. It throws the air over you. Mm -hmm. um, I had, I, they were totally just cosmetic, but right. I put uh, shock boots on it. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Accordion style shock mm -hmm. boots. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm going to protect the entire shock. Yeah. I don't want anything exposed. Yeah. I remember on the on the GS Twins uh, forum, someone made fun of me for having those things on. It's like, what do you have, an 80s dirt bike? But now, like, shock boots are cool. Are cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's like the Yamaha, what is it, the SCR 950, which is like the, I forget the name of the other, Bolt, Yamaha Bolt engine. Okay. Um, it's a V-Twin 950. But uh, it's like a parts bin scrambler. Yeah. With like yeah, yeah, yeah. five and a half inches of ground clearance, <laughs> the most uncomfortable seat I've ever sat on. Really? A, a engine that is just way too damn wide between your legs. Like that's like the other, that's the only other bike that the dealership that I brought my bike to to work on. Mm -hmm. Um, That was the only bike they had, because they're like a Harley, like used bike dealer. And it's all Harleys. Um, then they had that GS500. But uh, no, they had that was the only bike I saw in their inventory that I was like, oh, that's cool. I sat on I was like, nope, never mind. Got right off. <laughs> I was like, forget that. I'm on my tippy toes on it again. I mean, I'm five nine ten oh, wait so. the gs500 you were looking at was the gs500f with the fairing on it right right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so that had like the oil cooler and yeah yeah the reason that oil cooler exists is because it has a fairing yeah mm -hmm. to just give the engine a helping hand mm -hmm. i am on craigslist right now uh motorcycles m and <laughs> alphabet there. hard gs 500. I think I what look. is around. There's oh, one seven. central New Jersey. It has a dumb it's stupid got the exhaust. Yosh exhaust. That yeah. what did they do with this fairing? Did they that's paint gotta it? be aftermarket paint yeah. and like tape aftermarket. That's done at home. Uh, that that was probably laid down and the fairing's been replaced. I think that's okay. what's going on there. Probably the exhaust was replaced because it was oh, laid down as well. Yep, it probably fell down. Mm-hmm. Because where are the bar ends? The bar ends aren't there. Yep. Where are the turn signals? They're now flush yep. mounts. I remember when I was shopping for the bike I have now, I found uh, an Interceptor 500 V4. Sweet. And um, like it was like, I got there. I live in Pennsylvania. I'm in Pennsylvania looking at this bike in Pennsylvania. It has a jersey plate on it. It's titled in Pennsylvania. It's just not registered. And they're like, it doesn't have turn signals on it. And I'm like, I'm not leaving this neighborhood with this. Like, I'm not going to go ride this somewhere and have to answer these questions. But yeah. like, that was like a big, I was like, okay, never mind. And like the fairing was like zip tied together. But right now on a dealership website, there is a really clean 84 Interceptor V4, 38 they want for it or Are something it like that. Rated? Because I think they are. And it would be very, way yeah. Fuck up there. Yeah. And yeah. And you can't get to it. And that's kind of why I'm like looking for something with fuel injection because I was telling Brian earlier, I don't want to tinker on a bike. I rode my bike that I had changed sprockets and chains and everything yeah. onto the shop. And I was just like so anxious because I was the last person to work on that bike. See, I don't really ride my bike. I rode it like twice this summer. Mm. 
Damn, I'd, I'd be killing to ride my bike. Grand, honestly, just get rid of it. <sighs> Do you want a six fifty? I don't though. That's the thing. I rode your bike, and I was kind of scared of it. Like I'm my mile. It takes eighty seven octane. It I know. I, I remember texting you, and I was like, "Do I have to put premium in this thing?" And no. you're like, "No." <laughs> it's a bandit. That's what it made. Yeah. Three, I, Three grand buys my motorcycle because I hardly ever do it. You want to ride it after this? Because you're not drinking. I am. Uh, I don't have the long pants or anything. I'm. Uh, I, I got some overpants in the garage. And Stop trying helmet. to convince me. No, <laughs> I can't right now. After I sell my bike, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but I have the money. Someone in the regular chat asked what you guys think of uh, Gootsies, Moto Gootsies. I like, don't know if I ever wrote. No, I never wrote a Guzzi. I've only like seen them in passing. Like I remember I was on a Segway tour in Philly and in those like old apartments where they've got the garage on the first floor, yeah. this one woman was pulling out like a Triumph to get to her Moto Guzzi. Sweet. And I was like, I said to her, I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, this is a beautiful sight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we got to get Blake wrong. On and I here think he's a Guzzi fanatic. Yeah. Cause yeah, I think the only other time I've seen one was at like hard rock in New York city. They have one in there. Like, yeah, it's Waiting sort of a room. weird thing. Mid-state yeah. PA, occasionally you'll see Ducatis. Mostly it's Harleys and uh, Japanese bikes. Yeah, yeah. I, I see Triumphs and Occasionally too. you'll have a wild guy on a freaking KTM. Yeah, yeah. But I've I seen Triumphs around too. Oh, right. We got that place in Fort Clinton. That's right? also so, true, yeah. BMW Triumph. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Cannon doesn't have a question, but thank you for your donation. Uh, someone says you can manual swap the two GRFE Camry, and it does low 13s. <laughs> <laughs> Well, why would you? Well, they already make it, so maybe that's what it does. Like, mm. stock does a manual Camry do low 13s? I guess that's wow. Mm. You know, I think the original. Well, my uh, my aunt has a 2011 XSE, and it's the V6 one, automatic. But I yeah. remember driving that when I think at the time I owned, I owned a Ford Focus and uh, ZX3, and driving that, I didn't realize I had it in sport. And every time I would take off from a stop, it would like spin the tires. Yeah. And I was like, that thing was fast. And then my mom borrowed it when she had totaled her car and I was driving it as well. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. I was amazed. I was like a 2011 V6. Those things just haul. They have like 240 yeah. horsepower or something like that. Like probably more, honestly. 40. Okay. No, actually maybe not those 2011s. The new ones do. It could. I mean, because the V6, uh, the Honda Accord 6MT, mm -hmm. uh, that's 270. Jeez. I recently watched that review again and I was it's like one of my favorite cars that exists. Yeah. Too bad they only that engine that engine and transmission combination was only available <laughs> as a coupe. Which not I'm a okay sedan, with. <laughs> um Andrew Palmer says, Cheers from San Jose. You mentioned some time ago about possibly doing a documentary on the 90s speed wars. There's been another channel that did it. It's such a grand project. I don't know how I would pull it off. Yeah, mm -hmm. I uh, wish still I thinking about doing this one. I still think about doing this, that one about how I still think about this certain soft boy that I have an internet crush on um, <laughs> that would never, ever, 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 ever happen. Um, but uh, ambitious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would project. be something that like the um, West Valley review would easily make it into film festivals. I would, well, yeah. maybe not easily, but um, it's but, like a feature length thing. Mm. Yeah. Well, well, no, the, yeah. the, I'm going after you. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, but it would also require a lot more. Help yourself to anything in the fridge. It would also require a lot more legwork on our part in terms of travel, because we would need to get on camera, the people involved to J a book. Yeah, like it would be great if we could just like put a mic pack on Tony Rumble and have him tell us everything he knows. Tony um, Rumble, yeah, to just no, because I remember for originally when I was doing the Dieselgate, 
like Tony Romo was like an encyclopedia of that. And you said like, well, you could just like interview him and that'd be like yeah. footage that you can put into it. Yeah. And when I made it, I completely forgot about that aspect to it. And then the video was done. I'm like, oh, I never talked mm. to Tony Rumble. But for he's like another for one, Penske now, I think. Is he? Yeah, he's huh. not working at Bruce Hens anymore. Strange. Well, yeah. I mean, not strange. I mean, good on him. He found himself a desk job. Yeah. Because he was saying, I like being a mechanic. I like working on things. And he still shows up to Bruce's from time to time to like work on stuff after hours. But it's like, I have, I have a wife. I want to have a kid. I kind of want a clean job. Yeah. <laughs> so and he's getting out of being a full-time mechanic. Yeah, I don't blame him for that. Uh, but he's still going to do stuff. He's got that He's got that fox body, which as the years go by, becomes more and more valuable, even though it's only a four-banger. <laughs> that, that, that we reviewed on the channel. So if you saw that, that was that. I have a strange allure for fox bodies. Although, like, in a strange sense, um, I think it's very similar to my appreciation for the C4 in that, okay. like... I like it, but I don't know that I would ever want to own one <laughs> just because yeah. it's the amount of upkeep and, you know, again, street parking. Like if I were to get a house, that'd be great, but it's or a garage, you know, but yeah. it's something where and my old apartment, I think, is on the market now. It's it's a nice Plus that garage over there. Of course, there's going to be I mean, you're going to be running an air conditioner all summer. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've been just running fans because I don't have, you know, yeah. uh, it's just something where i don't know it's okay a, a thought <laughs> i have to pee now uh <laughs> yep okay where were we on super chats so um i haven't highlighted where we are okay did we, did we talk ferrets oh we did not okay <laughs> uh wait what yeah okay oh are we oh we scroll up okay i see how it goes I, I thought it was, I was reading down, but we're going from the bottom up. I didn't know how, what order this goes in. Well, oh, this is what we just read. <laughs> you could come across the table. All right, I'm stealing Ryan's mic for now. Uh, let's see. So that's where um, we're at, the explaining the film. We're talking about, when we, when we were talking about the framing John DeLorean. All right, but did you do the uh, Southern Stab Part 2? This is where we just read. Oh, okay. Um, Are we backwards? I don't know. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, I'm just going to say, have yins ever had experience with ferrets? And um, Pittsburgh, yay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> my, my whole thing, um, I had a friend who had a ferret. Uh, if we're talking, if we're not talking about in terms of like some internet term where ferret means something that I don't realize <laughs> what true. it means. Yeah. If we're talking about literal actual ferrets, uh, yeah. I had a friend who had a ferret. And I don't know what happened to the ferret, but now the woman in question is a roller derby girl. So that's really cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, I keep. I don't have experience with ferrets. However, bunny rabbits. I have a friend that has one. And I didn't like it roams her apartment. And she also has three cats in the apartment. And it's like, I didn't realize that rabbits like, because in my experience prior to this, it was like they're always in a cage and like just in the cage. But yes. it's like, oh, they have a personality and they're like another pet. Thank you. Yeah. Living, living yeah. But, and then like, I've had experience with chinchillas, but no ferrets. That was something I think I mentioned when I was a kid. I was like, I want a ferret. My dad's like, they bite. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, ferrets. Do yeah. you have any experience with ferrets? God, do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get a ferret. <laughs> Let, let's look like I let's live in a rent controlled apartment. I have, I have a lot of bumper stickers on my car. <laughs> Oh gosh, ferrets are such a piece of white trash. Nonsense, <laughs> freaking! You're not even. You're like 
I live in South Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fucking ferret. It's it's like ferret people and the people who have boa constrictors <laughs> get up and like freaking fraught with each other. <laughs> Ugh, ferrets. You know what Chinchillas ferrets are, are cool. good for? Watching YouTube videos on them. Yeah. They're what they, they they run around those little mazes and then they, they run through tubes. Oh, it's just wonderful. And it's uh yeah, fuck ferrets. <laughs> I mean Rat fuck snake. pets in general, but you know, that's because I wanna I like I like being able to know that I can leave it at Right, like, yeah. yeah. And that's like kind of why I have like that's literally heat. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I be able to leave it the second the heat comes around or there whatever are, that mm, scene was. There is like a part in, like that is not even embedded that deeply inside of me, which sounds dirty, but whatever. <laughs> um, it, That deeply wants a dog like, right. again mm. because I had a dog as a boy. And now granted, like I had that dog until I was oh, wait, like 24. And so from, he was 14 years old yeah. and we had to put him down oh. and, um, well, 13 going on 14, mm -hmm. not important, but <laughs> needless to say, having that long utterly destroyed me. I'm like, I'm never having another pet again. Right. But as I get older, I'm like, I really wish I had a dog because I was house sitting and dog sitting for my aunt and uncle sometimes. Mm. And I, it just gets to you what mm -hmm. it's the companionship yeah. that unquestioning mm -hmm. companionship Aww, where yeah. like you come home to someone who automatically loves you now granted like it's a two-way street you also have to provide yeah. for this person and in a way earn the affection and True. be worthy of it but also you know this is someone who looks to you not just as a provider but as a friend and who somehow instinctively knows when you're not feeling well right and yeah. is Dude, right even and curls up to you yeah the know when i'm like upset i have cats yeah i have two cats socks and mittens and they're 14 years old i like cats and i but i i i get sad when i come to somebody's house and i can't befriend their cats Mm. Oh, they just yeah. sort of look at me and then There's, hide. And that's the thing. Like, there are shitty cats. Yeah. But, like, my cats are not shitty. They're shitty to each other because we introduced them completely wrong. Oh. We, we had them a month apart, and, like, Socks was already, like, dominant. And then Socks became insanely arthritic, and now Mittens is, like, beating the oh. shit out of him because it's like, <laughs> tables have turned, bitch! So it's like, yeah. So we have to kind of keep them... I mean, they don't... They're, they're, they're old, too old oh. to care enough. When I sit on the toilet, I look at dogs having good days. There's, like, there's, like YouTube mixes of good boy has yeah. a nice day yeah that i like and i like i like videos of dogs when they're they can swim in the pool oh my gosh yeah. that was my grandmother growing up always and still does golden retrievers always oh, yeah. and she had a pool and it was yep oh yep. having the dogs every in the day pool. is the best day for the golden retriever uh-huh uh i was talking to someone who said their most golden retrievers are kind of inbred so they don't oh yeah die they well. have they exactly they have uh a lot of problems. Like it was like the first one I forget. I think the first one was just Lyme disease from like, and that's I think a thing that even beyond like getting ticks is like a thing with golden. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but that, the, yeah, that was but always so my happy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. They're just like you know, hello, yeah, hello. <laughs> like it You're made my all friend though. Hello, <laughs> yeah, Bojack. It made all the sense in the world yeah. for Mr. Peanut Butter to be a golden. Mm. You know, it's or was he a Labrador retriever? Either way, I same difference. But. Um, yeah, I've always wanted another dog, but I need the, the ability to leave whenever mm -hmm. I want. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're saying like, like if you message me and are like, well, I have like, like I messaged you earlier. Yeah, like, earlier. Hey, I said yes to somebody a month ago. So we're filming on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. And I need to be able to think about that and not have to rearrange my day around. Okay. Well, I won't be here for this long. To yeah. The dog or, you know, that, that that's why it's nice thing. with a cat. Cause it's like water cooler and 
big pile of food out of like a drop thing or if you're fancy timed release food thing yeah and like you can like that's what, like when i went with my dad and his wife to hawaii and it was like we they set up a camera outside for the like to check on the cats and check on the property and yeah. they just had big thing of water big thing of food and they could just check on the cats occasionally and they're like yep they're still good like okay. they're outdoor cats and they could come into the, the like the covered deck area oh sweet and so it was like yep all right cool they're fine yeah. if i had cats i'd have to have a house with like a covered deck because growing up we did have cats mm -hmm. we had the stray that would come around the feed oh yeah we got some strays too yeah we have a stray now that looks identical to my cat mittens except Mittens is polydactyl. That's why he's named Mittens, because it looks like he has okay. Mittens, because he's got an extra toe right there. Oh. Um, and there was another one where mom was working from home one day, and she like looked outside, and she goes, what the hell? How'd you get out there? And she opens the door and reaches down to pet the cat, and is like, you're not as soft as Mittens, and then turns around, and Mittens is behind her. She's like, what the hell? And like, it was like identical to our cat, <laughs> but it was kind of aggressive. I ended up going out to try to talk to it, and it like smelled my cat on my legs and like attacked my leg. I was like, all right. Thank God I was wearing long pants and didn't have to get any so. shots or anything but oh anyway yeah it was so funny she almost let this cat into the house thinking it was our cat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's maddo did we answer this one uh mm -hmm. the way you were explaining the film makes it sound like it's some sort of experimental indie film now some now now i'm compelled to watch it now yeah the john delorean mm -hmm. film oh, okay. was kind of um just with some big memes in it i wouldn't go as far as to say like experimental indie film because mm -hmm. that implies that they're trying to do something more subversive yeah and that wasn't this it was just um a documentary that was attempting to present the story as it was but also kind of jump around dramatize and time, yeah. timeline oh, okay. and dramatize like other aspects of it mm -hmm. while bringing the people in a very meta way a fourth wall breaking way into the story like the actors playing mm. these people and sometimes you have interviews with the people and then the actors playing them are and the, the the within the same scene it'll cut to like actual interrogation footage and then the reenactment footage like somewhat seamlessly and so that was interesting mm -hmm. like it's an interesting film and there are worse things that you could do with like an hour 45 mm -hmm. that I think it's worth a look if you're into like cars, if you're into John DeLorean story, that if whole you're into his scandals. whole rise at like Pontiac. It's kind oh, of but weird. even more than that. Yeah, but mm. like it's also kind of weird in that they don't really hang on that long oh. uh, uh, for um, the the scandal itself. Especially it's, with the name framing John DeLorean, it kind of implies yeah. the whole. Well, I always thing. figured in a cinematic sense. Yeah, and, I, and that's I think it's a double entendre, and it's yeah, intended that way because they. I, and I know a lot of times, and I don't know. I think I met someone at a car show who was like, eh, in the community, you don't really want to talk about him mm. in a negative way because mm. a lot of people still view him as having been framed or set up or entangled, and. In the film, like his daughter talks about, like you really need to come to these DeLorean car shows. I really think that you would see, and it, she mentions how it was so great, like how before the end he got to see how loved he was. And mm. like, I try not to be a cynical person, but the cynical side of me was like, was he done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, cause it seemed kind of like people were interested in the salacious side of it, but that also recognizing that the person that they liked the person that they respected was the engineering side of it and maybe like the playboy rock star side of it. Mm -hmm. but this is also a guy who was kind of like, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul in right the through, yeah. sense. Sorry. So it was kind of a weird way to get around certain, ah, I don't know. Yeah. What's next? Who's next? Eli Burchell. 
here's some more money going toward the southern stab part two. They want us to head south again. That's Ooh. where the virus is. The <laughs> Alabama, the Alabama boogaloo. Mm. Just kidding. I can't watch this one. But once again, thanks for the quality oh, content. Thank you. thank you, Eli. Thank you. Phil McWonder, thank you for the generous donation. Another live stream. Here's $20 to talk dirty to the chat. I <laughs> talked about thin dicks. That's true. I think we got that one out of the way. <laughs> got that out of the way. Um, <laughs> it's an uncanny feeling. <laughs> because then you like start questioning yourself. <laughs> because it's... Look, okay, jerking yourself off is kind of like hearing your own voice in your head when you normally talk. You, you're smaller than you think. <laughs> you're thinner than you think. <laughs> That's the thing. That's why I've never measured myself because I don't want to know. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't want to know. And I know, know it's like a rite of passage for young males to eventually like measure themselves or I'll just whatever. collect my references and yeah. have them tell me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like if... If a woman's not complaining and my hand is mm -hmm. not complaining, mm -hmm. then we're, we're good. good. Then Those we're, are yeah. the only two that Metrics I need to satisfy. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? That's a good thank you, Eli. Oh, and Phil McWonder. Chris Stockslager, a familiar Stockslager. Thank you for the phonetic pronunciation. Pronunciation. Sorry, this is beer number three. <laughs> what is the older oldest car you still three? Trogues Independent Brewing. Um, what is the oldest car you three still desire to drive? So what is a car you want that is the oldest? So desire to drive or Oh, own? excuse me. Yeah, that's right. We have to be uh, denotative. Normally, I only have one or two beers, but this is the third. <laughs> I got to hand it to Trogues. Sunshine Pills, excellent Pilsner. Mm. I've never been much of a pills stuff because Boy. it's you know I didn't like Pilsner. Yeah. I thought I didn't like Pilsner because mm -hmm. I don't like Miller Lite. Right. You know? A fine. Oh, well, if this is a fine Pilsner, era, then count me out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, Trogues makes their. They don't make Pilsner. I think I had it actually when I you, went I know to you're the not, Trogues. You know, you're I'm okay. Little, no, that's okay. I don't want to like share yeah, glasses all COVID time. Yeah, I know we're all safe, but true, you know. Double on the shoulder. Um. It is a Pilsner that tastes good. Yeah. Um, I think. No, that's what an is the oldest else. car I, I desire? I desire to drive. Well, I want to experience everything in the right. same way. Like it's my buddy Tom's I mean, line. My favorite beer is a beer I never had. Right. So mm. my favorite car. What's your, what, a, what car do you want to drive? One that I didn't drive. Yeah. Uh, so an old car that I want to drive. I've never driven a Corvair. Mm. I want to go get one of those Corvair like vans. I want to drive one of those. Yeah. My dad used to have one of those, apparently. Those, Ugh, yeah. A Corvair van. Yeah. On, not like not the Yanko. The thing is, the Yanko, Cor, uh, Corvair Yanko with a turbo on it. Mm. What is that? All of 120 horsepower? Oh, I don't even. I would not know. That's the thing. Is like For me, I don't go much past the 80s with my cars okay. and knowledge at all. Mm. I mean, I drove the Model T when we were in Pittsburgh, and that's yeah. like oh, yeah. having getting to drive the the Taurus show and the Model, Model T in the same day was yeah. so like it's like here's two opposite ends. Yeah, it was nice. Both for, like Ford at its tradition, most traditional, and Ford at its probably is one of its most experimental things ever. Yeah, done. really. With a like nearly Japanese, you know, Japanese influenced yeah. or designed engine, yeah. it's the head, all that. But I don't know. I guess for me, oldest. No, I don't know. I don't. 
I would like to drive. I kind of want to drive like the mullet Camaros, like from the early eighties. Yeah, oh yeah. Just like just to yeah, just fine. to know, yeah, just to know, like to to see, like is it actually like everyone shits on them? Is it just because they look weird, or uh, is it like are they that bad? Would I want to drive an automatic? Like I don't know. I almost just like want to drive the worst example. I mean, spec'd worse, not in the worst condition, but like they don't handle like you think they handle. I mean, they are they were advanced for <laughs> GM. Yeah. They had the same but tuned different engine that was in the Corvette C4. Right. But I was not real. Like, people ragged on me because my review of the Camaro IROC right. was not great. I'm like, this 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 drives on its looks. It looks mm. great. Mm. It doesn't really drive all that well. Yeah. It's, it's just like this. I like twice baked potatoes. You really get to taste. They put it back in the oven. <laughs> it 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 heaves itself in the corners. Mm. Oh, here's something I'd actually really like to drive: a Chrysler Conquest Turbo or Mitsubishi Starion. Those are interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they could be a hell of a lot faster. Mm -hmm. Cause it's like they, one they car. were fun. I drove one that was rat, kind of rat rod. I remember that with that. like the, the like flapper. exhaust, the flapper exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't call them good mm. because this is eighties and they're going up against the likes of the AW 11. Yeah. The FX 16 Corolla. The wish the, I wish <laughs> yeah, of stuff. That's legitimately well thought out. And, yeah. You know, name your nine 11. Right. Uh, this thing was, yes, it's a turbo. Um, it's got uh, an Amiga as a computer. Mm. <laughs> the, you know what? They're almost like the IROC of Japanese cars. That's, and that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of why I'm thinking like, I just like Japanese cars more. Just, just kind of my thing. I don't know why. Yeah. It's just kind of how I am, too. but. That was one car that my friend's dad had in their garage, like under a cover. That and like a 70s Malibu or something like that. Yeah. Malibu was under a cover, but I could see the Chrysler Conquest and it yeah. said turbo on the door handles. <laughs> and I was like, that's Fuck sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the Nick, hell? You had an this? Instagram photo, photo recently. Oh, of yeah. Of um, a uh, Oldsmobile 88. Oh, it was mobile mm. like yeah. real ones, not not the yeah. fake ones they made in the nineties. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were. Uh, it was when I stopped in to take a shit in the Capellas mm. with uh, Cameron the other day, and coming out, I saw an eighty-eight, and it was like framed so perfectly <laughs> against the sky and everything. Mm. I just had to get a picture because normally I'm not like Johnny car spotting, although right. I'm slowly becoming that guy because I saw this you know old this jet black cadillac at sheets uh, a few weeks back with a mm. skeleton in riding shotgun because of course and oh it's like well but it was I gorgeous i don't fear death <laughs> yeah. i death go to the grocery store and my nose is exposed <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, i oh i was at the, the, down there and somebody's nose was exposed and i, oh, just I went get to it the all next the time line. i was yeah. just like eh. all the freaking time the freaking nose is exposed i can't breathe and you know what? I don't 
I believe you that you can't breathe. I'll bet you never jogged <laughs> or ran yeah. in your life. I'll bet your lungs are working at 90% all day long and constricting it in any way makes you huff and puff. You gears iced tea drinking piece of scook trash. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, uh, the old 88. So yeah. um, the it was something where uh, I remember the Super 88 that we uh, reviewed and how that was a land barge, but I a land barge that I loved because mm -hmm. it felt like I was being granted something um, beyond my means, but in a way that I could handle because – uh, I think the a lot of human endeavor is about trying to feel powerful, even if you're not mm. necessarily going to be powerful. And so when I'm riding around in this like steel monstrosity, mm -hmm. I feel big. Yeah. I feel, you know, more mm -hmm. than. Yeah. And so coupled with the whole styling of just, you know, how's anybody going to get mad at you driving? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just something that's so My nice to look My mic needs to be at. louder. Okay. It's something that I think, I don't know. I just, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. So, I, I mean, testing, now, testing, granted, testing. as far as like the oldest car that I would like to drive, um, like a, I don't know, maybe like a Ford Model A coupe, but only because it was uh, John Boy Walton's car. Mm. And I love the Waltons. Greatest American TV show ever made. <laughs> it's great watch it I, was, I mean you have to like buy it one season at a time yeah. on amazon prime it's like <clears throat> i don't know but that i used to be late to classes in college because i would get caught up watching <laughs> reruns so i don't know <laughs> yeah i mean i'd like to drive like my i mean my grandfather we called him papa hot rod because he <laughs> nice. had a 32 ford that picture a hot rod no top no front anything just exposed wheels exposed big i guess maybe small but i don't know anything about yeah. cars back then that's the thing he passed away and apparently all of his interest in cars went into me nice. like that was like what happened my family was like when did this happen it was like oh yeah about that and that's like he was working on um uh like a seven or the c3 stingray yeah when he passed and like his friend had bought it off of my grandma then and then mm -hmm. they finished it um brought it by that was awesome and you know he had for a while daily driven an el camino and it was like yeah. all the cool stuff that like back then i just wasn't into and, and all yeah. of a sudden i was into it and but yeah like a 32 ford some like big hot like classic hot rod you know the like the kind of stuff open wheel thing there's no yeah. fenders on the wheel the stuff you see at the bulletproof there. show like yeah, yeah yeah stuff like that i would love to drive something like that just to know what it was like to I've be never, i've never drive one of those like 30s hot rods right where there's just like it's like you got the radiator in front and there's mm -hmm. nothing yeah it's yeah. like everything's held together with the frame below and mm -hmm. maybe there's those two thin wires mm -hmm. over top of right that. yeah that's like the closest to that is the falcon that i've driven okay. the, your falcon i think that's the closest Thank i've you. gotten which it's freaking cool oh, nice. <laughs> I was driving that just today to go get groceries. Noise. Eli Birchall says, uh, okay, we already answered that. <laughs> uh, another live stream. Oh, talk dirty to me. The oldest car. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. uh, Patrick McNeely says, I'm in the same town as Prime Driven, oh. which means Stanhope, New Jersey. Uh, there's a guy trying to sell a Grand National Ooh. for 10000 like a GNX or just a Grand National? Uh, <laughs> this person says it's a two to five thousand dollar car, which means this thing has no. It's maybe not. It has a title. It no. says it's an investment. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe the engine's not running. Maybe 
runs and drives means runs and drives down my parking lot. Yeah. Or down my driveway, which mm-hmm. is sloped toward the street. It drives down that. Yeah. Sometimes uh, stops. Yeah, good luck to you. I mean, you'd have to be deep into the culture for the Grand National yeah. to try to pick up something like that. I wanted a Grand National after we filmed one, and now no, I don't want one. <laughs> no, I've experienced turbo LSs. They are superior <laughs> to the GM 3800 engine with turbo mm-hmm. on it. Ian's variety channel again. Thank you. Uh, this, uh, Ian is now smoking a bowl Ooh. and watching the podcast. Highly recommend the band Wolfpack. Like ah, you need to talk about yeah. Wolfpack. I know Wolfpack. all about Wolfpack and the Fearless Flyers. If you hadn't heard them before, of course I've heard about Wolfpack. Um, I always go to Dean Town. Uh, <laughs> God, that song's good. I'm so glad that Joe Dart has not gotten tired of playing that because it's like their hit song. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no idea. I'm totally lost. Oh, I got to play a Dean Town. (laughs) We can't play it on the podcast. We go get pulled because of, you know, Jamie says we'll get pulled. (laughs) It's Maddo with 30 Australian dollars. Thank you so much. Here comes a question from Australia. Would you film one of our Bogenfest car events like Summer Knots or Power Cruise in a car show style? Yeah. Hmm. If we come to Australia whenever we're allowed. Yeah, right. Because we're not allowed right now. Yeah. Can't go there. Um, But I can't wait for Australia. That's that's the great thing because I was kind of feeling sad that I would miss the summer during the Rona. And but now my thoughts is like, because of you know our travel budget, um, we can just go where summer is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, whenever this is over, we can just go where summer is. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm missing is that this was like normally I have my nephew like every w- would have my nephew every day during the summer because his parents are working, and um, this was going to be like my last summer before he becomes a teenager. Right. And once he becomes How old a teenager, is he now? he's twelve. Wow. Yeah. So like. If once he becomes a teenager, I'm always like thinking, like, what if he arbitrarily decides, like, you know, he doesn't really need me it's anymore? Because, cool like, yeah, because yeah. like once you're a teenager, it doesn't matter how close you are with the person. It's kind of like your, I don't know, chemicals in your brain yeah. change, and you start valuing different things. Now, granted, like I know enough not to take it personally, and I know enough to say that this is something that should be happening. Mm. Like when he talks about having um, sleepovers with his friends now, like I'm very happy for him because I remember what those sleepovers were like, mm-hmm. and I'm like excited for him. Yeah, like you know, it's one of those things where you guys all get to like show up, and you have like dudes, and you're all playing video games and whatnot, and. Uh, I don't know. It's cool, but it's also something that's like outside of me. Mm-hmm. And in a very selfish way, I wanted to just <laughs> kind of hold on to it a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. There, and it ain't what it's not. Yeah. 13. So, wh- when's his 13th birthday? Like in February. Okay. In February and after, after New Year's. 13, 14, 15, 16. So in another four years, he'll be starting to think about driving. Oh, he'll be he'll start thinking about driving the minute he turns fifteen and can get a learner's permit. Do they still do that? In um, actually, yeah, no, my that. situation when I got mine was uh, sixteen. You get your permit, and then you have that for six months, and then mm. you do your test. There's certain ways 
you can get it early. You can get like your permit at 15, 15 and a half. And like a friend of mine did that something to do with like his church involvement or something. I don't even know. That was what he told me. Okay. But yeah. And he ended up like, I mean, 16, he had a truck. He was already doing like his own landscaping business and he oh, was just like hustling okay. hard. Yeah. Like he was going at it. So it was funny because he was like smaller than me, drove a big Ram 2500. It was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cause he was given like a, a caravan by his parents and he's like nah traded it in and got like a used ram 2500 sweet yeah but yeah that was what i did and i remember that's the first time i ever like i think actually got like physical with my anger was because i found out because the plan was on my birthday we would always go to knobles and the plan was to drive to knobles i found out my birthday was a monday i couldn't go the dmv's closed on monday so i couldn't go mm. take the test so hole in my door I was very upset that I wasn't allowed to drive on my birthday. And I was oh. like, Ugh. like I, can't, I had to wait until we got back before I could get my permit. And I was That's like, like that old rule, yeah. uh, that weird thing. Like in Penn State, if you turn 21, um, you can only have beer at the bar. They wouldn't sell you liquor. Like if I turn, hmm. like if I were to turn 21, midnight, midnight tomorrow, right, right. And certain tonight, states don't allow that yeah. at all. It's just like, like, well, but like what? difference does a few hours make right exactly like, it's like oh so the, yesterday i was a child it's and, like oh so so according to your business clock it's, yeah, yeah, yeah i'm yeah. still 20 but yeah, yeah exactly yeah, it's uh, just like no you got to close the register and reopen it so that it's a new day <laughs> and then i'll be 21 thank you that's like when i turned i turned 18 i was in wildwood and i was like i'm gonna buy a cigar you got to be 19 in jersey damn it, <laughs> it was oh, like, whatever mm-hmm. i remember when i turned 18 and we had, uh, we would almost run drumline practice all the way through summer, mm. like on Wednesdays or like Wednesday, it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, starting in like mid July. Damn, we, no wonder we, your cardio's good. What? No wonder your cardio's good. I'm wearing that bass drum all yeah, summer seriously. long. That's one thing I've noticed is now that I have a desk job, I don't work at GameStop, I'm not on my feet for eight hours a day. Cardio. I used to be so Garbage. skinny. Yeah, I yeah. was just like it would just keep me skinny. But yeah, whatever, I, I, I do. I do elliptical machine that helps mm. it a bit. But when I moved in here, I started doing it. I can feel it when I sit on the toilet. I feel like there's the rolls are bigger. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Says the guy who just drank three beers, and I have a brownie <laughs> for like brownie with like. I know I'm 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 in, I'm ingesting the sugar because <laughs> it's a dopamine boost. But it's become almost ritualistic when I'm editing video. I get a coffee, or now I have the espresso machine. Ooh. I make myself an espresso. And then like I make myself a lazy cappuccino, which is me shaking up the milk jar, <laughs> <laughs> oh, pouring man. it in. And then I have that. Like I start off with like plain oatmeal. And then this is, this is dumb. This is a car podcast. What am I talking about fitness for? <laughs> Cameron, uh, 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 Cameron. Mr. Regular loved your Altoona trip videos. Will be there. Will there be another such road trip soon? Will we film it for RCR? See, the whole idea with the Altoona trip is that I realized that okay, I'm living off my YouTube channel. I can leave whenever I want. I've mm. never been to Altoona. I'm just going to drive there hmm. and get a hotel room and see what it's about. So I filmed it. Now, of course, now six years later. I realized that if I go on a trip anywhere, it better be breaking even or at oh, least yeah. be doing something. Yeah. So hence my possible trip out to Cincinnati in two weeks. Mm. I have to film cars. Right. Um, especially now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was living at the old apartment, when my rent was one third of what it is now, 
I would wrap a lot of my happiness into the trips. Mm. I would get so excited for Philadelphia International Airport yeah. because I was leaving that apartment. Mm -hmm. I'm out. I am, and this is me quoting HST uh, in a Horatio Alger way. I am a man on the move. Mm. Here I go, full of purpose and destination. I have an. I am a cut above everybody else. See how I navigate Philadelphia International Airport with grace and certainty. Yeah. I I got my shoulder bag. I got my Admiral's Club card. I'm going in. I'm having a light lunch and I feel I feel full of recognized purpose. Hmm. There is I unlike so many people I feel a genuine calmness in airports. Hmm. I get into a let's not call it a Zen state, but a definite flow state mm. as I walk, knowing that I am part, I am a delightfully blissful cog in the machine that is air traffic control. <laughs> the system will provide yeah. in here. I remember there has been a few trips, not RCR trips, but other trips that I've gone on where my favorite part was the airport in in a very just like that movie the up in the air yeah uh, with george clooney it's it's true like most of what people most of what people hate about flying i love mm. anyway yeah so now that we're here um and more emphasis is being placed on the podcast now and also having guests that are very nice and thank you for coming oh my pleasure um um and since going on uh, trips is not a thing. Yeah. And also because uh, um, we talked about this before, um, I believe in Pennsylvania, we can travel to Jersey, Ohio, and Maryland. Yeah. All like other states. I don't know about New York. Yeah, probably New York State. The city, I don't know. You're expected to quarantine for two weeks when you come back. Yeah, right. I mean, and that's you go wherever. It's just you got to quarantine for two yeah, weeks. Yeah, and, and that's like places. my dad lives in South Carolina now, and he was talking about coming up like his birthday is the end of the month. And he's like, well, we'd have to quarantine for two weeks. That means we're being there for two weeks just on quarantine. Like, it's, we're not going to come up. Like, yeah. it's just pointless. And plus, it's hot, and they'd be living in the RV from the time they're up here. And like, yeah. No. Get that. Wah, so. wah. Uh, Chris Stockslager. Sorry, <laughs> you should do an RCR story on the Auburn Cord Duesenberg Empire. Now we're going back to Wampa Dampa. Yeah, um, it's but like those pre-war pre stuff. Those tend to be the very interesting ones. Um, in a very bizarre, a lot of knuckled over wives. <laughs> in a in a very bizarre way. Um, and this came up last night when I was watching the DeLorean thing that I started thinking because you mentioned how, like, you know my Pontiac video is still doing well. And I got your Pontiac video is the most profitable video of 2019. Hey. Hey. Um, wow. That's unexpected. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number um, two is Tata Nano. Nice. Oh. <laughs> a car we didn't even really get to like finish. Yeah. Is it overheated? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, but I, I got to thinking about it and like, I have this to is... pee. If we have to move on, we're moving okay. on to that one. This we the... scroll up with this, right? Yeah. yeah. You have to refresh that. Screen. Right. Okay. But this is like the paranoid catastrophizing side of me, which is mm -hmm. that I started thinking like, okay, if it's that successful, 
there has to be a reason, and mm -hmm. the reason can't be because I did well. Ah, the yeah. reason has to be because I got something wrong, and everyone's sharing it and saying, look at this look asshole at the, who ah, got it wrong, geez. so that they could all go in the comments. And then I look, and there's a suspicious number of comments. And I look, and I sort by new, because as one does, and I realize that, yes, there were some pronunciations, and uh, like little, th not enough that I would like take the video down, yeah. but like enough that I would be bothered by it. But also, I realized that the difference between me when I started and me now mm. is that I can't, I don't, but also I can't let certain comments like the litany of like, I can't stand this guy's voice. I wish I yeah, right. did it. Right. Uh, like as if I'm not Ugh, like a me. part of it. it it's My like, review. <laughs> no, it's just that like people like change. And yeah, I understand yeah. it. And people use the internet to blow off steam. Mm. They say things that they probably wouldn't say to Exactly. It's like a, it's a fire and forget. It's... But even if they would say it to my face, like I would understand because there sometimes I don't like my own voice. I don't like hearing my own voice sometimes. <laughs> but like it's a thing where to have the privilege of having a job that I love right. that I get to do, um the exchange is that I have to put up with a lot of things that other people maybe don't have mm -hmm. to put up with in a nine to five. And uh, that includes, you know, um, criticism that is both warranted and unwarranted things that I can change and things that I can't. Um, and all I can do is read those and try to learn and grow from the constructive mm -hmm. ones and, um, you know, harden my outer shell uh, against the ones that maybe yeah. cut a little deeper Yeah, because I cannot, or like you cannot do a thing like this and be soft skinned or right. else you're just going to spiral oh, yeah. every single day. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things that I wanted to do for an RCR story that has been like a dream of mine to do for an RCR story, but I don't know that anyone would actually watch it. My grandmother has an incredibly, had an incredibly interesting life. Mm. And it's a story that is told through the number of cars that she's owned wow. in various different ways. Um, and I always told myself as a kid, I was going to write a novel about her life mm -hmm. uh, and I could just never find a way to tell that story in an interesting enough way. And I never liked how it sounded or how it came out or how it like read. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking like, if anything ever happens, I don't want that. Like, I just don't want the story to disappear with me. Mm. Like, you know, because like, what am I the writer of the family for if I don't do this? Right, yeah. That's always how I felt. Like, and because I always had, I was carrying with me a certain amount of guilt of like that whole uh, coconut mentality of like brown on the outside, brown mm. on the inside. Like, of that feeling that accosts me like every side of my life of not being Puerto Rican enough. Right. And, but being Puerto Rican enough to get harassed mm. uh, growing up, but not Puerto Rican enough to be respected as a Puerto Rican man. Right. So it's this strange thing where like, it's something that I could do to not only sort of reflect the depth of my own and the complexity of my own family history, but also to sort of reconcile the different sides of me with uh, who I am and who I've become. Mm. And that's always something that has been difficult for me to parse out because it took me a very long time to figure out who I was and mm. be comfortable with like Nick Roman, the person. Mm -hmm. And I like being me. And a lot of people say that they're afraid of death because of the unknown. Mm -hmm. you know, it's the end. Of, right. Uh, right. The reason that I'm afraid of 
that is that like I don't get to be Nick Roman anymore. Oh, yeah. Like it's because that's how Cause much you- I like I, it now yeah that's yeah. how much i like me now. yeah that's great and, and that's something that like i didn't have before and that doesn't mean that i don't have like bad days everybody mm-hmm. has bad yeah. days. i have you know you don't have mental illness without bad days mm-hmm. but every day you're sort of fighting to come out on the other side of it with an understanding that um if you're going through hell keep going yeah know? and uh, hopefully you can come out on the other side of it liking yourself too hmm. that no moment is wasted if you're breathing so yeah. good line yeah. mm-hmm. no moment is wasted if you're breathing hmm. and then uh, how even move speaking of dust <laughs> uh, <laughs> phil mcwonder says if 2020 ends in a nuclear armageddon hmm. well, will you be reviewing our mad max style war rigs clearly oh. well there's gonna be no internet there's either not gonna be an internet it's yeah. like there's like no- i'm gonna hitch i'm probably going to be an old fuck boy <laughs> <laughs> on the roar rig that's my <laughs> skill maybe i'll be able to be a black thumb if so would you like a flamethrower to mount on the camera car um well, yeah, who doesn't want a flamethrower? Of course. But <laughs> only uh, if you got someone shredding some heavy metal on Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll be the equivalent of the bullet farm guy, but without a gangrenous leg. Mm. Uh, it's just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. showing here. Yeah, if, uh, if, you, if you want ammunition, yeah. you can come get come, it from me. Yeah. Not because I actually uh, have ammunition, but because <laughs> I found all of this, and we now yeah. live in a barter economy because money doesn't exist. Right. Um, Bob says late to the party no question just love hi and hello Ben hello hello acoustic theory uh, says fart fan copy tan which was a nonsense phrase they used in the Toyota Tacoma review Mm. I should do more of that stuff just nonsense I mean (laughs) we have to film stuff in the creepy basement oh yeah oh wait you have you have a line where I have to film stuff Maybe before we leave, I can just get that done. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I left I, my cow. I left my cowboy hat inside of the tractor tire <laughs> at the gym, which you don't, you haven't seen yet. It's a video that's coming up that involves me in a cowboy hat. Nice. Um, but yeah. I remember it's probably still there because no one's going over to the gym and flipping tires right now. Yeah. Um, um, <laughs> acoustic theories. Oh, I just read that. So thank you, acoustic theory. Uh, another another person, Abner Roman. Uh, says mr regular are there any good car term glossaries for people getting into cars actually he later specified that he uh, would prefer no donut media well don't know too why. late because that just came out <laughs> so that's they just came out with a video that pretty much has most of what it's like yeah it's got every yeah what you need i that's the thing is like, i'm amazed like i never thought i'd be the kind of car guy that knew how a car worked even remotely yeah and i never thought that i would understand when people are talking chassis codes and engine codes especially since i haven't like picked one brand to be like i'm right. the toyota guy but yeah. like like even just like i'll talk to you know my mom's boss and he's got you know a c63 amg with some like tuner pack on it i don't know but i can like that's that that stuff scares me right because yeah. th- it's no fixing it yourself oh yeah exactly yeah. exactly so and he bought it. Well, you can, for a but you gotta deal, buy but... that freaking like a, a tell scan unit mm-hmm. thing. And there's no way he's fixing it himself. Yeah, but it's you like... can't just throw a mega squirt on there and fuck it. And that's why I like American Muscle. Yeah, because even. <sighs> but like, gosh yeah. darn, it's LS motors. I, yeah, you I can put talk an LS motors in. You have a mega squirt ECU. You are freaking golden. 
Um, yeah, Arlie's. <laughs> I'm back looking at Arlie's, motorcycles Arlie's, Arlie's. again. <clears throat> but yeah, that's um, like something that, you know, with all the car terms that I know now. And I mean, sometimes you just straight up got to ask people, like, what are you talking about? You lost me. And then I have another friend who doesn't ask those questions and then says those words like he thinks he knows what he's talking about. I, I just don't have the heart to tell him you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was a WRX, but I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> See, base model WRXs are like, so what to me now? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. new ones, I'm like, you took some some chunks out of an Impreza. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, that's not a hood scoop. That's a hood divot. Yeah. It's, so good tar term glossaries. I don't have an answer for you. Uh, yeah. Other Roman. Um, uh, Urban dictionary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Search them. Bob. Bob again says Bob. fun fact in Swedish trog means slow as in slow in the head. <laughs> so dummy brewing. Hey, maybe. Uh, does just what it says on the cap, I suppose. Exactly. Hey, Trogues, there you go. makes you dumb. Yeah, I would <laughs> hey, Every doubt. time I've been to Trogues Brewery, I get fucked up. It's usually, I've and only been like, there once. It's, it's like two, it's like one to two in the afternoon mm. and I'm hosed. Yeah, I don't know. It must just be more potent right from the source. Hershey Park should just have a tram that runs the Trogues. That's when I went, was when I was going to Hershey Park. I yeah. was just like, yeah, okay, well, we're going to go get lunch at Trogues, then we're going to go back to the park. Yeah, and you just got to walk it off. Uh, yeah, God. exactly. Because like, I'll have a flight and every beer is like 7 to 8%. Yeah, yeah. And you're just, oh, you, you know that moment when you get out of your chair and you're, you're like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Gravity whoa, changed. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> they redid something with these floors. <laughs> I think we reached the end of the super chats. Let me do a refresh. 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 Cream fresh. Cream fresh. Yep, that was it. Oh, that was it with tro uh, Trogues. We've been going for Feels an like hour fifty two minutes. Wow, yeah, so that's a pretty good. I think that's a podcast. That's mm -hmm. a pretty good podcast. Uh, Blended Angels is a, a channel. He teaches people coming into car community. He has an entire series called Noob Guides. Something, something. Heard about rotaries. Oh, I missed it. We'll watch the replay. Yeah, Garrett, Gene, we're recording it right now on this little guy right here. So you're going to get a high-quality version of that coming out on iTunes once uh, uh, Nick uh, does the engineering after we finish this. Definitely look that up. Um, do, 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 do. That's really it. Uh, I don't know when we're doing another podcast. Uh even if we do one next week, I kind of want to make this a ritual because there's nothing else to do during the yeah, right. And so. plus, if we get in, like, it's helping our podcast numbers. So, like, if, thank you to everyone who rates the podcast, whether it's on iTunes, Podcast Addict, mm. Apple Podcasts, wherever. Your ratings help not only to improve our rankings, but helps us understand, you know, maybe what we're doing wrong. Right. Yeah. Uh, reviews and ratings and comments and things. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. It'd be kind of funny. Oh, uh, Phil McWonder jumping in with a super chat said, how often are you guys planning on doing these live streams? I'd like to catch the next one. Usually, well, we're going to try to do one every week, but the thing is because of our ragged shooting schedule, mm. we don't know if we can do one every single week. Yeah. yeah, or I mean, like, like Wednesday we do a podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're not at that point yet. It'd be nice, but because sometimes when we film cars, it's based on whenever the owner is free. Right. Yeah. So, so I mean, it will. It's usually like midweek between Tuesday and Thursday, mm -hmm. but it's never set because the one time we tried to do a set one of like every, every Wednesday, Wednesday. Yeah. it's really hard to hold to a, a podcasting yeah. schedule when podcasting isn't your main thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if podcasting were the main thing then 
fine, yeah. but yeah. like it's an ancillary thing. You know, the podcast has been around for two years and we're still not at a hundred episodes. Right. Yet. right. Even though yeah. it's 52 weeks in a year, it's just something that's going to take. And time. even like last week, I just commented like, Hey, what's up? And you guys are like, Hey, come on the podcast. Josh Rips says, when are we getting a fursuit review? <laughs> Every now and again, I start thinking about that. The thing is that like, I have enough knowledge that I could rip pretty hard, but <laughs> you know, some people are going to take it the wrong way. Yeah. There's yeah. no way to do that without like have any more bikes lined up. No, I don't have any more bikes lined up, but there is one I want to do. And it's a guy down in York, York. Well, yeah. Ben's bike. I've got a bike. It's uh, <laughs> a uh, Suzuki GS 450. No, 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 no. Honda CM 450. Excuse C. me, sir. Superior <laughs> Honda master. Yeah. Superior <laughs> Honda. Yeah. 82. Um, yeah. It's my first bike was an 81 CM 400 E. Mm -hmm. And then it's like click upgrade, one more gear, more CCs, CCs. and uh, one one Honda Ruckus more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a tachometer, uh, a front disc. You and like, it's like that tachometer? The, oh, it's you like seeing what the engine's yeah, doing. Yeah, and that's the thing is because I'm looking at I got my Yaris S, and then the Yaris I'm looking at on Saturday doesn't have a tach because it's a complete base model. So I'm like willing to let if that it, go. If they're my running, Corolla doesn't have a tach. If they're running so. the same ECU, a thirty dollar Super Tac two would work. That's what the I'm, same way that I did mine with my Echo. Yeah. yeah, it's probably you just find that little thing and then shove the wire on the port, and then mm -hmm. you're golden. You have a tack again. The one that. thing Especially is, since it's the, got that compartment there that you can just like hide it, like because Ooh, hide it because the thing is in the middle, like yeah. the speedos in the middle. You can just like pop it open. Like that's where I keep my sunglasses, but I could pop that open and have a tack uh, there. I'm driving. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Derek says Yaris never had tax. Well, you're lying. Yaris S 2008 has a tax. Um, do, 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 do. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's wrap this up. Okay. It is 7 Eleven, and that's a podcast. So, Rock and roll. for regular car reviews, I'm Brian. I'm Nick. And I'm Ben. Right. Thank you for watching. <laughs>